Well, hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's very special Game of the Year 2021. My name is Mr. Boomstick XL. I am your host. I am sitting here with three of my friends, one of which happens to be my brother. Uh, I'm hearing an echo. Somebody's got something in the background that is uh, kicking back the... uh, the actual podcast. So just lower whatever it is you got going on. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, let me introduce the panel. Uh, if you are new to the channel, uh, I want to welcome you to Double Barrel Gaming. Um, this is a channel that does not use hate or uh, you know negativity to motivate its uh, sub count. Uh, we we talk about video games. We have fun doing it. I do th- uh, three live shows and a VOD about Xbox each and every week. Um, today we're doing something very special. The three other gentlemen that you see sitting here um, are uh, longtime friends. Uh, we all met at Funko Land, which used to be the GameStop back in the days. And uh, as you saw by the advertising of the show, this is our 10th annual get together. Now, obviously, I've only been doing YouTube for four years, and it's the fourth live one, but we've been sitting down as friends discussing our favorite games of each year for a decade. And it's a special day indeed, because I know that a lot of people do this, but I don't think they go to the extent that we do. Um, And on top of our top 10, um, our most favorite memories of the past decade, uh, biggest disappointments and surprises of last year, and so on and so forth. We are, by the end of this uh, podcast, going to be talking about the Activision Blizzard deal that shocked the world. Uh, that is something that still needs to be uh, conversated about. And even though you've heard my opinion and you got a chance to hear my brother Neo Mental live when we, when this news dropped on Tuesday, we haven't heard the uh, Jay the Retro Gamer or Jay the Destroyer's opinion. And I cannot wait to hear their raw um, expectations of what happens because of this deal. Uh, in the background, you're going to get a chance to see some of the biggest games of 2021 playing. Uh, of course, we opened up with the granddaddy of them all in Halo Infinite. And uh, listen, let's get to the introductions. We'll start first with Neo Mental. Uh, this is my brother, folks. If you didn't know, that's right. My real life brother here to drop his knowledge. What's going on, dude? How the heck are you? I'm good. Happy Saturday, all. I'm chilling. I'm excited to talk some games. A little craziness is going on, but uh, it's going to be a good time. 10 years is it's a long time to be talking video games. This is not like we normally do. And, Miss hanging out and just spending literally an entire day talking about video games and, and, and memories and stuff. So, you know, we'll have to settle. Hopefully next year will be a, a different look. So, yeah, uh, again, next year is looking to be a big year. I don't know how much the delay bug is going to hurt uh, our conversation next year. Uh, it appears that 2023 is going to be one of those years that could challenge the iconic 2007 that is still uh, revered as the best year in gaming, especially when you start talking new IPs. But we'll get into that. 
Uh, next up, we're going to go next with Jay, the retro gamer. Now, if you don't know who he is, uh, he's a good friend of ours. He was a manager and the lead at Funko Land when we all started. And uh, he leads this, uh, this, you know, this conversation because he's the one that actually comes up with the point system and the topics and everything. Uh, Jay, the retro gamer, what's going on, brother? Welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Boom. Good to be here. Uh, good to see all you guys. I know it's uh, it's not very often we get together like this, and uh, just it's hard to believe it's been, you know, 10 years, you know, we've been doing it. But again, more than anything else, just miss seeing you guys, miss hanging out, whether it's games or life, just, you know, just good to get together. So happy to be here. Yeah, well, it's great to have you, brother. And yes, we need to do this certainly more often. And obviously, I feel obliged uh, to cut in because every year I'm going to say this. This this gentleman also fired me twice, not once. Twice. All right, check. I, I think he was on the verge of yeah. firing me once too. <laughs> Never uh, was. I think I came close. <laughs> and last and no way least, with the best background of them all, Jay the Destroyer. What's going on, dude? Hello, everyone. Uh, looking forward to getting into our top ten, and uh, this should be good. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a. I mean, again, we're, we are uh, the uh, you know very late into the start of the new year, and normally we start hearing these game of the year conversations early on. But this is this is the schedule that we were able to get everyone together, and you know what? It's it's still a relevant conversation. Uh, but you know what? I I want to open up with a look back at ten years in gaming, and, and I want to start first with Neo Mental on this. Uh, you know. We're not going to make you break down a decade of gaming because, quite frankly, it's just too much. But I I'm very interested to get your one moment in time that really jumps off the page for you as the wow moment that happened in those 10 years. I mean, literally, it's destiny. I mean, you know, you're talking 2014. Um, yeah, I mean, destiny was a game changer. It really was. Um uh, you know. Just, just, just for, for clarification and context, how much time did you and have you put into Destiny, not just on the Xbox, but on the PlayStation as well as the PC? Let people know how many hours you actually have invested in Destiny One and Two because it is quite astounding. Well, it's funny because I was actually just writing a, a, a little bit of a long uh, op-ed on it. Um, it's about two thousand actual in-game hours. Um, when you consider uh, all other stuff, it's like 3,000 across PlayStation, uh, Xbox, and three accounts total. Because um, my original Nintendo, uh, PlayStation account, I lost access to. And then when I got it back, I started over again. So, um, yeah, it was quite a lot of hours in there. It, you know, I thought I was going to be playing that game for 10 years. Um, I haven't touched it in like two years now. But, I mean, I... I had kind of stopped gaming around that point because that was uh, right around the time uh, I was moving to Jersey. I was getting married. My mom was sick. Um, you know, I had just graduated from school a couple of years before. Um, so getting back into gaming, you know, Destiny was huge. Um, but it just it changed the landscape of, of what shooters could be. Um, and that same year, initially, Division was supposed to come out. They got delayed. But Destiny kind of laid the groundwork for a lot of things. And I think when you talk about shooters of that nature it's really the blueprint that a lot of people have been chasing because everything has been the supposed destiny killer so destiny is probably in the 10 years one of my biggest ones right behind that's going to be division 
Yeah, you know it's funny. Uh, those are two. Those are two games that came out last generation that are probably. Uh, if if I were to break it down by generation, in, in my top ten for sure. Uh, for, uh, more so, more so, uh, the division because of the connection that um that I had for I had you know, you as well to it being a New York, which it was almost yeah. a one to one. It was just incredible, and the amount of times that we spent hours upon hours playing both Destiny and the Division. Uh, are just it, you know, it, just bananas. But yeah, that that that's a that's a great pick. Uh, Jay, the retro gamer. Uh, when you take a look back at your past ten years, or or just the general past ten years of gaming, I mean, it's hard to logistically put a finger on a specific time, incident, game, franchise, moment. But I'm going to challenge you with that and say, what what jumps off the page for you as one of your most memorable ten year, decade long moments? Uh, well, this really, I mean, really, it's it's three things. When I look at the, the games that I've played in the last ten years, or what have been the ones that stick with me, a lot of it is the these big open world games, especially ones from Ubisoft games like Assassin's Creed, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Far Cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that formula just really speaks to me. I love playing those games. Uh, then there's your Metroidvanias, your Ori in the Blind Forest, maybe the single best game I've ever played. Um, and then finally in the last 10 years, finally getting the superhero games and like Spider-Man and the Batman trilogy from Rocksteady that just are, that prove that not only can you make a great AAA game, but a game that, you know, pays fan service, you know, to the source material of the comics. So those are the, you know, no one specific game, but that's in general in the last 10 years, what's really stuck out for me. Yeah. And, and as these consoles continue to gain uh, PC level power, uh, we are very fortunate. Uh, and again, I think every one of us here are, are old enough to remember playing when games were <clears throat> sticks and dots. <laughs> like I, you know, it, it, we all remember playing the Atari, whether it be the twenty six hundred, the fifty two hundred, the seventy eight hundred, and those games were at the time mind mind bending to say the least. And we look at them now, and people laugh, but we those were what was the the, the, the hot newness at the time, and blew our minds, and probably made us the gamers that we actually are today. Um, for Jay the Retro, I mean uh, Jay the Destroyer. For you, we we you know we have an incredible uh, trading history, which we're going to get into a little bit later of uh, some of our <laughs> epic trades that we used to do. Get into uh, it, you yeah. and I were big importers. Uh, we basically imported everything, and regardless, of course, we figured out a way um, to you know to to be ahead of the curve in gaming, specifically on consoles like the PlayStation, like the Dreamcast, like the PlayStation Two, and such. Before, uh, you know, America and Japan were nearly just one-to-one. Uh, and at some point, America took the lead and Japan followed in, in console releases. For you in the last 10 years, what, what jumps off the page as your holy cow moment for gaming? Uh, it's actually not really gaming-related, even though it is. It's that uh, my, my son, B the Destroyer, who is 13, he, uh, in the last 10 years got fully deeply into games like father uh, like son his first his first game that he really learned how to play strangely enough was dead rising three and <laughs> how old was and, he at the time 
what year did Dead Rising 3 come out? I think that was a launch 14? title for the Xbox 360, I think it was. No, 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 no. Dead Rising 3 was a launch title for the Xbox One. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. So, so then, then, 2013, then, then, but maybe yeah. it was 2014. I don't remember anymore. 20, uh, yeah, yeah. Five. So he was five or six. <laughs> what maybe. a good pops. <laughs> and uh, the first time that he went on a crazy combo with an axe, uh, I actually recorded it. Because back then it was, I, I can't figure out how to record anything these days. I'm old. But back then it was like Xbox record that. Because we have, you know, uh, and I still have the clip. And uh, yeah. So, and and now today he's huge into gaming and the gaming culture. And uh, yeah, pretty cool. You know, I mean, that's, that's well, I mean, I, I don't know if what I'm going to say can challenge a moment like that. That's a father-son moment that has been shared. Uh, now, we all know that your five-year-old yes. was axe-murdering uh, zombies, and that's awesome. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, it's, listen, gaming is, 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 is really from age two to 65, right, or 105. It doesn't matter. The family uh, that, that slays together stays together. There you go. I like that. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. You know, for me... Um, I, I look, there are a lot of moments. Um, I can easily say, well, the first time I did a live stream, which was breakfast with boom, that that would be the easy and cheap way. I have to go back to a specific incident, uh, a, a, a time, um, you know, we talk about Xbox and where they are now, and we're going to get into that towards the back end of the program, uh, where they are now is just incomprehensible uh of, of we, it's hard to actually put a finger on where they have come uh you know where they are now from where they originally were and uh the incident the the one particular gaming uh moment that jumps off the page for me isn't a personal moment it's an xbox moment and that is e3 2018 when phil spencer comes out on stage mm. And he announces that they have acquired four studios and they've created the first quadruple A studio uh, in the initiative. And why I pick that specific one isn't because, you know, I'm an Xbox fanboy. It was that moment in time that the actual uh, future of Xbox started to change. Uh, you know, they got curb stomped in the last generation uh and uh, up until that one point if you guys if you you know if you don't remember ladies and gentlemen they only had five first party studios that's pretty ridiculous when you consider that after this activision deal they have 38 uh that's ridiculous so from 2018 to 2022 they have gone from 5 to 38 that 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 is a that is a a, a plus of 33 studios in a matter of only a couple of years, that's bananas to think about. So for me, that is what jumps off the page because as an Xbox first guy, I mean, I, 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 if, you, if, if I had to go to an island and you're taking one console, well, it's going to be the Xbox 10 out of 10 times, no questions asked. So does that make me a, an Xbox guy? I, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But all I can tell you is that uh, as someone that has seen both Nintendo and Sony run away with uh, market share, market uh, speak, uh, you know, qu high quality games to see Microsoft do this incredible turnaround is just it's it's really and what what could you say? It's incredibly impressive, and that that starts at the leadership of Phil Spencer, 
who has single-handedly turned the tide for Xbox. And now, and now Microsoft, which was originally known as the company that has Windows, well, part of that conversation now is that Xbox is a majority part of the conversation. So I, I think that that is phenomenal. But I, I got to catch up on some, some of the Super Chats. The first one comes into our, from our good friend, the Sith Lord. He drops a $5 Super Chat and says, I worked um, at a GameStop from 2002 to 2014 nice. and then in two and then again uh well 2007 and 20 and 2008 really was a golden age of gaming uh those are some some good years dude uh boxenberger our good friend all the way from germany he drops a five pound super chat and he says almost at 10k very proud of you my brother thank you very much boxenberger yes folks and if you are finding the channel for the first time uh double barrel gaming who is i've been doing this since uh, uh, only four years, but only live content for three. Uh, November third, uh, two thousand and seventeen was the first video, which was unbelievably terrible. Uh, still up if you want to laugh. Um, but uh, I have been doing live content for three years. Uh, maybe just a pinch over, and we are on the cusp of ten k. Uh, and that is a big deal for a channel that does not have any sponsors. I don't want any sponsors. Uh, I, this has been this this whole lead up to this 10K has been done through the old uh, mom and pop, uh, you know, uh, you know, put your nose to the grindstone kind of a way. And I'm very proud that we didn't use any kind of uh, hate or disrespect towards others to gain notoriety and, and popularity. I'm very proud of what we've been able to do. Uh, and uh, if you're new, I want to ask you that you consider helping. We are officially 83 subscribers away from wow. 10K, and that's bonkers uh, to think about. But I want to thank everybody that is already here. Of course, I want to shout out a uh, shout out uh, Lethal Papa. Uh, if you don't know who he is, well, you probably don't cause any trouble because it, you know, he would ban you immediately. He is the the man of the uh, of the of the uh, of the stream that carries a big stick and walks very silently. Uh, and it's because of his tireless work uh, is uh, why we can have a chat uh, that goes as high as uh, 1400 the other day to as many as a hundred that we have here. And it's a safe space. And that's because of his tireless work. So I want to thank him for that as always, but you know what? I, I want to move on to another topic and obviously, you know, this is where we start to get into um, honorable mentions, uh, our top 10 games of the year. We're going to get together uh, for the group game of the year, and that's broken down by a point system that Jay the Retro Gamer will explain. Uh, most anticipated for 2022, and then our final thoughts will be uh, based on what happened on Tuesday when, once again, Microsoft and Phil Spencer completely just shock the world but let's let's get back let, let's let's start with our honorable mentions we'll start first with the uh with neo mental on this uh you had a list folks of 30 games he, he had to shave that down a little bit um what what are your your honorable mentions for 2021 uh, dude i'm looking at this list and i'm just like i don't even know like this was a horrible year in gaming for me because all of these games i wanted to get to and half of them i actually bought just never played them. Um, I mean, you know, off the top, I know um, the medium was one of them. Guardians of the Galaxy is probably my biggest one. Um, 
the fact that you never played that is egregious. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> yeah, Dude. don't worry about the medium. Worry more about Guardians of the Galaxy. Dude, <laughs> I, it was... you, wor worry about the medium when you need to get to sleep at night and you have nothing to get you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's just a lot of really good stories out there. I mean, you know, Sam and Max Saved the World was probably a another one. I never got to Life is Strange. Um, Psychonauts 2. Um Last Stop was uh, another big one. Uh, and there was even a new Leisure Shoot Larry, which, you know, if you know me. Eh, eh. But, yeah, Death Loop. Just, it, yeah, uh, the Artful Escape. I, the uh, list just goes on and on. Yeah, yeah, I'd be here all day. The Gunk, I mean, that was like last two weeks, but still. I mean. That was, that was a fantastic game. It's yeah. so good. And the biggest one, it should have cracked my top 10, but didn't was, and I actually did play this, was Ariel Knights Never Yield. I really like that game. I mean, the fact that it's like- I have like no one, clue what that is. What is that? It, it's, uh, this dude, he did the game himself. Um, it's a side-scroller. Um, it's got like, multi, it's it's like kind of like a QuickTime type game. Um, it's really cool. The, the, the style is awesome. Um, he modeled the, the character after like uh, um, himself and uh, Eddie Murphy from um, Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, he was on Iron Lords a while back. He's a real cool dude. He's on Twitter. I see him a lot. Um, but this was a really good game. The fact that you know it's an indie game, like you know, I'm way over uh, style over uh, substance over style. I don't care how a game looks; it can be stick figures. If if the gameplay is great, I'm there. Um, you, know, yeah. you know, so the fact that this was like, you know, a one dude making this game, I, I, it's, it's a must buy. And I think when it came out, I think it was in Game Pass. I paid it because I wanted to support the dude. Wow. But um, it's awesome game. It's definitely a, 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 a play. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh, Jay, the retro gamer. Uh, what are your honorable mentions for 2021? Some that you played, some that you only played for a minute and some you just never got to. Uh, yeah, I, please put down the pitchforks. Uh, <laughs> my honorable, one of my honorable mentions is going to be Halo Infinite. Holy matrimony, I, ladies and gentlemen, does, you've I, just I, been canceled. I'm to it. I played a little bit of it and of course it's Halo. So, uh, I'm right there with you, but I put it on my list cause I don't want to get shot. Yeah. So I, I have no trouble saying that. Yeah. I, I will get to it and I do because it, from what I've been told and what I what I know, it does get to be more of like an open world type game, which I do I do like those. Um, so I will get to that. Uh, and the other the other one I'll mention real quick is uh, the Ascent. Uh, it was a good game, uh, not enough to not good enough to crack the top ten, but, but fun nonetheless. Yeah. There, is there are there any other games? It, two, two seems a little light for you, considering that you do like us play a lot of games. Are, are yeah, there there's, you know, I won't. Yeah, there's there's these smaller indie Metroidvanias that I that I tried out games like, uh, and you know, most of them you may not even know of, Ender Lilies or uh, Record of Lotus War. Ah, yeah, mm. I just I, I literally just started that. That jumped into dropped into Game Pass. Yeah, that game was in. I think it came out on PC last year. Uh, but it's on Xbox this year and and, and PS uh, four five this year. Uh, just really well done. Just a really well done Metroidvania. If I if I played it more, I think it would be in my top ten. But didn't really play much of it. So th these are just like little known titles that I you know. And I think there's one last one. I think uh, a Terra Noctis. 
Again, I think it just hit Xbox in December. So mm. all nice. good, all good Metrovanias. If that's if that's what you're into. I mean, listen, uh, they don't have to have a $50 billion budget for them to be a good game. That, that's what I love uh, about the industry and where it's gone. Uh, you know, obviously in the Xbox 360 and PS3 days, um, I mean, we started to see a little bit of that with our uh, Xbox um, our, um, Summer of Arcade, which I really wish they would bring back. I, I love how they highlighted uh, games like Braid and and um, just so many incredible experiences there. That's where Shadow but, Complex came from. Shadow Complex. Well, how come we don't have a part two? Is, is again egregious. Uh, that that game it was amazing. Right, right up your alley with the the whole uh, Metrovania type of style. And yep. uh, it's uh, w- you know what we've seen at least. And and and, and when we get to um, our actual uh, top ten. People are, are in the chat are going to be very, very surprised. Uh, my my list is not what you think it is. Last year was the year of the indie, and wow! I mean, there were so many incredible experiences. So I I, I, I love those picks. Uh, Jay the Destroyer, for you, what what are your honorable mentions? What didn't you get a chance to get into that you wish you might have had enough time to? Well, these are all games that I did get into, just didn't make my top ten. Okay, uh, MLB The Show twenty one. Awesome. It's always on my top 10 every year. For some reason this year, I don't know, it just didn't end up there, but it's still killer. Cruising Blast, which no one really ever talks about. For the Switch, awesome mm-hmm. arcade racer. Um, last year, I was really big on these guys. Bitmap Bureau, they made Xeno Crisis. Well, they came back the, the, the last year, the 2021, with Battle Axe, which is uh, know that one. old school. It's Two, uh, well, sort of like 2.5D type, you know, pixel hand-drawn type game. Awesome. Uh, Outriders, there was about three weeks Ugh. in 2021 where we were all obsessed yeah. with Outriders. Yeah, and all of us, yeah. We were done. Uh, Hitman 3, Hot Wheels Unleashed, uh, Lost Judgment, which I, I wish I had more time to get to. Uh, Death Loop, another one which I wish I had more time to get to. I played it, I liked it, and Far Cry Six, the same set, same thing. Great game, just with everything going on at this age. You have job, you have you know relationships, you have life, you have everything. <laughs> Where you get time to sit around all day and play games is beyond me. So the time I do get is you know trying to catch up on all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, it makes sense, uh, and you know. Look, time is, is is unfortunately a commodity that we can't put a value on because we're you know we're we're limited to what we what time we have. Even being retired, you would say, "Oh, boom! You have to, all the time in the world." Not when you produce three shows shows a, a week. It's very, and again, I've I've really cut down on how I do the production in regards to writing the shows. Used to spend hours upon hours, but for me, here are my honorable mentions that no one has mentioned yet. Um, well, actually, okay. So I'm gonna, I am gonna add one. Outriders, uh, I think, like um, uh, Jay the Destroyer just said, was one that we were all obsessed with uh, for a lot of reasons. One, it's a new IP. Uh, the domination of that conversation came that it was in Game Pass day and date, which was incredible. Um, and uh, even with its problems, it still had a lot of fun. There was a lot of fun involved there especially when you started finding, you know, if you're a loot grind kind of a gamer, you, you appreciated what they were trying to do. 
was it a perfect experience? No, not even, not oh. even remotely close. Uh, and uh, if there is a second one, which I, I don't know if there's going to be, I would love to see this receive the Uncharted 2 effect. Uh, oh, Uncharted yeah. 1. Was Outriders really horrible? Was it really yes. horrible? Yes. Coming yes. from a guy who thinks Cyberpunk 2077 is hey, incredible. Hey, don't make me come over there. <laughs> don't make me come up. For, you know, it, Cyberpunk had issues, but and I didn't, I did not deal with a lot of the issues that a lot of people dealt with. But Outriders had an arc where even started, though they're two separate games, I would take Outriders any day you, over Cyberpunk, any day of the week. Just say no. Just <laughs> say no. Right, Tell sorry. me you're a drug addict without telling me you're a drug. Sorry, addict. boom. Sorry, Bro, I beat that game four times. Okay. Oh my God! What? A yes, four. he did four times. Wait, got every en- every ending in that, that thing. Outriders had an arc. It started off amazing, bro. We were in there. We all jumped in. We were in. in it was amazing. But at the, when you started getting towards Endgame, dude, I, I was literally. I remember fighting a boss for like twenty minutes. I was just having so many problems. And then by the time I beat the game, I literally, I, I beat it. I didn't do any of those like campaign thing, whatever that stupid thing was. I uninstalled. I mean, I know that they went back and they said that they fixed a lot of stuff and maybe it's a different game now, but it was okay, too painful. I still love you. I still love you. Bro. I, I love the I love the love bro. in the room. All right, bro. Okay. I'm sorry, boom. I love you. No, too, no, no. This that, is I listen that this is what a conversational listen. podcast. It's it's a indeed it is. And Absolutely. I pull and I pulled that conversation comment directly say, from Greg Miller. Uh, don't do that. drugs before live streaming to thousands <laughs> or tens of people. Okay. Well, listen, we have over 100 people here. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll get some views on the back end of it. Uh, this is, uh, listen, we, we don't do, I don't do this show for the views. Honestly, this is something that we do as a group of friends that are considered extended family members, brothers, if you will. And we get a chance to do something that we've done privately for six years prior to me having a YouTube channel. And we just get out here and we have some fun with it. But here are the three, uh, the three left on my list that are two of which are going to shock a lot of people. First of all, the Artful Escape just yes. missed my top ten. Like by this, uh, it is what an experience! What 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 an incredible experience! If you have not played it, my God, please go to get Xbox Game Pass and download this game. It is such an unusual, beautiful sounding and looking game that tells a story that is really deep up on the surface like on the surface you're like oh it's just a kid running around it's not if you if you take the time to really stop and talk to people and learn the pressure that he's under as a young man and where where people want him to be and where he actually wants to be it's a great story but here are the two ones that are going to shock people mass effect legendary edition did not make the top 10 and it should have for a whole multitude of reasons because they redid specifically our mass effect one was done just mm-hmm. so well i am literally at the end of one i am like uh, a sauron uh, uh you know fight away from beating it and then i want to get to two but again it's just one of those situations that are i just don't have the time for and here's here's the shocker Resident Evil 8. That's crazy, dude. Did not get into the top 10. That is nuts. Yeah, it it is nuts. uh, Because Resident Evil is my favorite franchise of all time. 
Resident Evil 2, 19, number one. Resident Evil 2, 98, number two. Resident Evil 3, ni- uh, 99, number three. Those are my three top games of my entire 40-plus year gaming career. I am a diehard. Do you still have the plaque that Josie made you? I do. It's 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 on the wall right behind us. It's the right with all the guns. Yes. The fact that you have not—that's crazy. Yeah. That's it, crazy. It, look, here's the thing. Uh, I didn't beat the game. Um, I got to the part at that's the end with nuts. with with, wow. with Chris. Um, I I actually hated what they did with Chris Redfield. Hated it. Um, I hated the fact that we are now dealing with vampires and lichen. Uh, I hated the fact mm. that. Um, the 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 guy Nathan whatever his name is was the main character and in the beginning of the game no spoilers folks he tapes his arm back on look I, I'm a Resident <laughs> Evil fan and I get it you know you pour the the, the you know the, the the heel juice on there and you're good you don't lose an arm or a hand and be like we're good no I I, I there was a lot about that yeah. game I didn't like and Put a little tussin on it. Yeah. Yes. Well, Boom. I, 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 think I, I, I remember texting you <laughs> when I hit that part with the arm. I remember texting yeah. you and saying, this is outrageous. But I started laughing. <laughs> but I, I got to say, yeah. like, the characters, because I complete, I'm at the absolute, and you'll find out I'm, at, I'm on the absolute other side of the spectrum. Yeah. RE8. Hmm. That the characters they created for this one were incredible. I mean... The well, they're memorable the for sure, especially the 19-foot-tall woman. Lady Dimitrescu. Amazing. Oh, my God. Stop yes. it. Yes. Stop it. I cannot tell you how that affected my, my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, um, we, we're going to get into the, 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 the skinny, so to speak, of, of the show. Uh, and we're going to we're we're do our top 10 as, uh, as – individual gamers then we're going to do our uh, as we're doing this uh jay the retro gamer will be uh taking uh the you know everything down and and, and he'll explain how the point system works and then we'll do our group game of the year most uh, most anticipated for 2022 and then we're going to talk a little bit about activision blizzard and what that means to each of us um who ordered a horse and why are we beating it well, listen. It it, it it the horse has to be beaten because this is this is game this is game changing news. And you know, listen, it's a it, it's a conversational podcast as Jada Destroyer broke down. But uh, Neil Mental, what is your t- number ten game well, first, uh, of your top ten, and why? I, before I get into my list, I just want to say that I hate PC gaming, and it destroyed the last half of my year. You're a liar because you are now part of the PC master race. Uh, I you, you lost some brother sh- brother points with that, but it's okay. We're still gonna keep you around. It destroyed things because I can't tell you. I I got this computer because I was waiting to get a graphics card, and obviously you know that everyone is going nuts with this thing. So I just bought a pre built, and I probably bought seventy five PC games in like a month and a half. Yeah, because they're always on sale. Dude, but there's so many games that I I, I went and opened up my list because I had an old Alienware. I was able to play Division One on it. I was able to play Division Two on it. It was good, but it was having problems. And you know, I got the old uh, PC parts from you, which turned out to not work. Couldn't post, so that was another nightmare. So I just bought PC, and it destroyed my life. Um, yeah, I didn't turn on my Xbox for like two months. It's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, 
So anyway, my whole point is stay away from PC gaming because it will destroy your life. Um, now I have a whole other ecosphere of more games to play and my backlog has exponentially grown. So 10 is a game that I barely played. But the reason why it's on my top 10 list is for my love of Ari Sabaltor. I love, love this guy. Um, he wrote uh, one of his main uh, uh, books is the Dark Elf Trilogy with Drist. And uh, I, I, I eat up everything he writes. So he, uh, the Dark Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance is literally set right after his first book that he wrote. Um, and I played about a good hour, hour and a half of this game. I loved it. Like I said, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to really get into it. But the fact that you can play as Drist is insane. Um, it's well, that's one of your favorite characters. So that's that, that's saying something of all time. It's what got me into reading and wanting to be a writer. Um, so this was a great game. Uh, is a lot of uh, a lot of great aspects of it. Uh, I really wish I had spent way more time with this game um, than I than than I did. And again, like I said, it's on its top ten list. Just the artist of Altor alone. So love that guy. Love that game. I wish I had more time. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen this year because my backlog is 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 disgusting. So. I mean, listen, great, great pick, great pick. Jay, the retro gamer, what is your number 10 pick and why? Uh, number 10 uh, coming at the bottom of the list is Kena Bridge of Spirits. Good game. Mm. Um, yeah, just it's it's game of, you know, it's an excellent mix of, you know, platforming, combat, exploration. Um, the way that they did the character animations and, you know, the characters are very cute. She has these uh, little, like, characters that are little, called Rot, Rot, um, but they're just really cute characters. They're animated very, very well. There's great, uh, you know, this ambient piano music plays in the background, which is really cool. Um, it's far from a perfect game, believe me, but it's just one of those games that you just know that if they got a chance to make a sequel, that they would knock it out of the park. I mean, it's a good game. Just, you know, for me, it's just, it's my, it's a number 10 for me. So That's a strong pick. Uh, remember, that Studio was tiny. Small yeah, Studio. Ember, Ember Labs. Yeah, I think, I think it's their. I don't know if it's their first game. It, I believe it is their first game. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. and uh, small. And, and you know what gave me uh, cameo vibes mm. uh, a little bit, uh, which I really enjoyed. Like you, uh, I didn't get a chance. Well, I don't know if you beat it or not. I, I got a chance to put about uh, four or five hours into it. I really enjoyed it. And again, I just it just got lost in the abundance of titles that just released this year. But yeah. Jay, uh, the Destroyer, what what is your number ten pick for twenty twenty one? It's a little low on the list, maybe for other people. I don't know, but it takes two is number strong 10. pick, dude. That's a one game of the year according to the Keelys. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, played the hell out of it, and. Um, Sort of, uh, you know, me and uh, Be the Destroyer were playing it, and we got to uh, very, you know, we, there was just a point where we were obsessed with it, and the puzzles and everything, honestly, they were masterful of uh, how each level works. And uh, then we just lost interest in it for a while, which was weird. But we came back to it, and it was a fantastic, fantastic game, and I think one of the best co-op games maybe ever made. It's, yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. It reminds me that I've got to still play that game. Yeah, yeah me too. 
Yeah, that, that's a game I never got to. I bought it because I want to support that development house. I know they got support from EA, but uh, uh, Joseph Fares is just an iconic gaming character. He, he logistically, every time you hear him speak, it's just funny. It's forthcoming, but more importantly, and why I love him as a, as a person, as a representative of gaming, it's honest. And he's not afraid to lose or potentially get on the bad side of a publisher because he says something about them. And, and, and that, 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 that's not something you see very often. For me, my number 10, and this one was surprising because I usually shy away from Souls-like titles. Death's Door, uh, which just dropped into Xbox Game Pass. It gave me the old-school Zelda vibes by also adding a hint of difficulty uh, when it came to the boss fights, which some of them were just legendary. Uh, again, if you missed out on it, if you are an old school cat like us and you like those um, uh, Zelda type type of you know games, and you also uh, are not frustrated to the point of I'm breaking my controller uh, boss fights, this game might be for you. I actually beat this game, and that last boss, holy shit! It was really something else. Tested my patience for sure. Mm. But uh, Neo Mental, what is your number nine pick of 2021? In the realm of games that no one ever heard of, uh, in Koja, it was on the PC. Uh, it's a point and click game. Uh, That's so- actually your favorite genre. People don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was one of the first games I bought when I got the PC. Graphics cool. Um, takes place in the future. It's this little girl. Every every child gets a robot, but she's homeless. Um, it was a really cool game. I was, like I said, when I got the PC, I, I literally had a list of games that I was looking at. And I was actually, I had forgotten that this game came out on um, uh, on the Mac. And I could have played it on my Mac. And uh, when I got it on the PC, it was one of those head-slapping moments. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I didn't get too, too far into it, which is why it was lower on my list. Um, but it was a really good game. And I'm really happy that there's a lot of point and click games in, in that, in, in that, in that realm on the PC, because I mean, we've, that was the problem I was having. By the time I got to it on the, on the consoles, I'd go look to see when this game came out and it would have come out five years before on the PC. And I'm like, well, why am I waiting, you know, uh, for that? I can just cut all the stuff out. So, you know, again, when I went on there and saw all of the great games that they're making, like, there's a lot of studios. Like, Anna, Anna Pura, they make a lot of games. There's another uh, – actually, I got two on my list, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they are – they're one of those uh, publishers that you just uh, – you, you stop. When a game comes out from them, because they have yet to release a game that isn't in the quality or potentially game of the year conversation, mm-hmm. they know how to pick them. They're, they're pretty incredible. What you know what's interesting about them is, as I was looking at it, they actually have a movie side. Oh, I didn't even know that. They, dude, there's a lot of game, movies that they made that you know of, like because they made her with, um, well, was it, uh, what's this dude's name? Oh, crap. Oh, with Scarlett God. Johansson and, huh? No, it's her, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, yes, Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. Um, they did American Hustle, Zero Dark Thirty, Hustlers, Detroit. There's a lot of movies that they made that are really great movies. They know how to pick really good stories. Um, 
because they also did 12 minutes. Um, so this is they've got a really good track record. So at this point, anything that they drop, I'm buying off the rip. Nice. Yeah, I, yeah, I give them credit for you know at least trying something new. 12 minutes did not connect with me at all, but same here. It's uh, mm. you know, you could I definitely give them credit for going, you know, like trying something different. Yeah, that game was different. We'll talk about that. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, again, strong pick. Again, it's. Uh, it, I love the fact that PC is coming into the conversation because normally that's something that I go to because I have a nice PC. I just don't play games on it. Even if I had a monster $5,000 rig, I don't wouldn't play it. games on it. I, no, I, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not going to convert to the dark you will side. Never see, you will never see booming. Well, actually, I got to say, I, I only played Halo on the PC and... I know, I know, I know it's wow. You know, real real quick before we bring in Jay the Retro Gamer, I got to thank two new channel members, which is freaking awesome. Uh, Clinton Nethery, uh, thanks so much for welcome to Boomtown. Definitely appreciate that. And Iman Burns becomes a channel member. Here comes the boom. Thanks so much for that. I definitely appreciate the generosity and helping this channel grow financially. So, of course, Mrs. Boomstick and I can continue the onslaught of giveaways. Uh, and if you missed out on uh, the December Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick, we gave away over $1,000 worth of prizes. And you, you didn't even have to be a channel member. Uh, that helped you get extra entries for sure. But uh, yeah, we, we, try to do, we try to do that a couple of times a year to just do what we love doing. And that's giving back to this incredible community that has gotten this channel damn near 10,000 subscribers. Uh, but Jay, the retro gamer, what is your number nine pick? Uh, once again, uh, staying at the open world genre, my number nine game is Biomutant. Really? Um, just to, yeah, just imagine. I it. have it; it's still sealed, and if, I heard uh, a lot of great things about it. Yeah, if you can, if you can imagine Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Devil May Cry, and Breath of the Wild all got together and had a love child. You basically it sounds like a foursome that I'm looking for. And I, right. And I would know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not claiming that any of those, that this game is on the level of any of those games in terms of quality. But do, listen, those are all incredible IPs. And if you're saying that those, there are, there are some all four of them resonate into this one, this one right. uh, game that's a new IP, that, that, that's interesting for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know the, the the scale of the world is just massive and just you know sometimes uh, games do a really good job of kind of portraying the the scale in terms of you know the the vistas that they put in front of you graphically uh, the combat is fun and varied uh, you could either be a you know, melee guy or you could be uh, more of a swordsman um, uh, or a gun, you can use gunplay and you can mix it up. So it, it you know, it's fun in that sense. I, I found that a lot of fun. Uh, the mission structure overall, after a couple hours, can get to be pretty repetitive pretty quickly. And those that have played it, uh, I, you know, there's there's no dialogue, spoken dialogue in the game other than this one single narrator, um, which can, after a while, get to be pretty annoying. <laughs> um, it's just a game that was just shy of being awesome. And, and same as Kena Bridge of Spirits, um, the developer, you know, Experiment 101, if they got another shot at this where they could fine tweak some of the issues with the first game, a sequel would be amazing. Yeah. That, I, I, well, I have it. I, I picked it up. I think I picked it up for like 19 bucks during Black yeah. Friday. Yeah. And Not I a definitely... game to me, but certainly at that price, it's a steal. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Real quick, good friend of the show, a, a primetime member uh, on Monday evenings. Wandering Dutch has become a member to the channel. Dutch, thank you so much for that, brother. And uh, cannot wait to get uh, and uh, have that incredible conversation on Monday evening because we we have a couple of guests lined up. It's going to be a big conversation, specifically in the realm of what does Microsoft do with these new set of uh, developers and. I've been saying this privately. I've been talking about it publicly. Uh, I want one of these studios to take on uh, a, a modern version of Pitfall and make it like Uncharted. And I think that there's an opportunity here to bring back one of the most OG adventure games that probably spawned Nathan Drake and Laura Croft. Uh, and uh, I, I'm excited to see what they do next. But Jay the Destroyer, what is your number nine pick? Uh, my number nine pick, I'm a huge fan of uh, horror. I don't think this was a particularly good year for horror games in general. Uh, but my number nine is the uh, House of Ashes, the Dark Pictures Anthology, the third one that they made. So much better than Little Hope, like a million times, honestly, a million times better than Little Hope. Little Hope uh, was uh, disappointing, to be very honest. Very disappointing yeah. to me. Yeah. And uh, I love everything uh, they do. So uh, this one was great, had a great time with it, and looking forward to the next one, which is, I cannot remember the name, but that looks great. It's about it's more of a serial killer type uh, tone to it, and uh, yeah, that's my uh, number nine, House of Ashes. How much time do you think you put in it? Oh, yeah, beat it. I know what I'm saying, but how long do you think total? Oh God, I don't honestly, dude, I don't even remember. Could have been that much. It was no more than five or six hours. Hmm. Yeah, the, the the all three of them, awesome. the anthology weren't long. You could probably yeah, run yeah, yeah. through them in about twenty hours. The whole the whole trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. To, I bought it. I never got to it. It's on my list too. I played um, the first one. I actually beat the first one. Man of Medan was really four times. Good. Really, four, good. yeah. I tried to I tried to get every achievement. We we failed failed. I had everyone uh, live except for one, and we we ju- we ju- literally just missed it. Um, I'm the first about one, that now. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was fantastic. I beat it four times. The, the second one was not scary. The second it one it was wasn't a good game, to be honest with you. The characters were a bit annoying. I gotta yes. be honest with you. Everything was just lacking. Yeah. But okay. this one really came back and they really amped it up and it was just fun. It was good. It was really nice. good. Nice. nice. My, my 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 number nine pick is a bit of a shocker. Uh this is one that no one I think is going to have on their list or even going to be talking about. That's Mayhem Brawl. Um, If you are a fan of Final Fight, then you need to get this game. Uh, It is uh, hand-drawn, 2D, um, side-scrolling, beating them up. But what's interesting about this game is the way the story is told because it's told through a comic book format. And after the first issue, which is what you play through, um, you are given a choice on where you want to take the story next. And if you just do the game once, you're going to miss out on half the other half of the game because each time you get to a new uh, mission, there are two different comic books to pick from. And I enjoyed this so much, I beat it three times. And I'm on a fourth because there's one last comic that I have to unlock. Um, and uh, towards the end, there's a total of four different comics i've gotten through three i'm trying to get the fourth one it, it is again if, if you are a fan of side scrolling beat-em-ups if you are an og like we are and and appreciate 
um, f- games like Final Fight. This is definitely a game for you. A small, small developer, only a handful of people on that team. And yeah, it's my number nine. So now, let's get to... Now, uh, boom, I've never played this game. How would you... And I love... You know I love stuff like Final Fight and stuff. Where would you rate this next to Streets of Rage? I, 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 I mean, Streets of Rage... Uh, for, well, the, the new Streets of Rage that was released, I believe it was last year or the year before, the year before. was amazing. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And that was, again, small team that was driven by their love of the franchise and given the blessing of Sega to uh, to release it, which is uh, incredible. And they did, and they did a bang-up job. I would dare say that this game could could be neck and neck with it. That's how good oh, it man, was. Check it out, man. Yeah, May- Mayhem Brawl. Uh, it's not an Xbox Game Pass. I think the game is maybe 15 or 20 bucks. It Just watch it. it, it it's absolutely well worth it for sure, especially if you are a fan. And it is multiplayer, so you can play with uh, with, with uh, Little B. You know what I'm saying? So it would you guys would you guys would enjoy it. And, and again, supers, there's all kinds of power moves. It's just it's so well done. And uh, the story I mean, it's a comic book, so it's a little bit wacky. And some of the characters are like, holy cow, where'd this one come from? It's worth every every dime you spend on it for sure. Uh, Neo Mental, what is your number eight pick, my friend? All right. I'm going to look into the people, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Forza Horizon 5. Why What's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. Because everyone's like, why is it not number one? It's a racing uh, game. It can be number one. <sighs> I hate Twitter. I hate people. Hey, whatever. Listen, I liked it. It was really good. I, you know, I only, you know, it, it. It's every year. It's like Madden. I mean, you know, you can't really reinvent. It's not every year, but it's well, close. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, these games come out. It's like, all right, we're going to add these new features. I mean, like, it's racing. It's great. It's, you know, there's no reason why it can't be a number one game. It's just not my number one game. I really enjoyed it. I, I like the fact that you can, you know, challenge your friends list and stuff like that. Um, You know, I want to say Cognito is a pain because I literally had to, like, <clears throat> he it was this one dirt. I, I had to, like, keep modifying my truck to finally beat him. It was very annoying. But that's the joy of the game, you know? Um, and if you took that component out, I'd have a lot of issues. But it was really good. I'm happy it came out. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a really good game. It's number eight. All right, number eight, strong pick. Uh, strong pick. Uh, not surprising because, like I said, there's literally so many games that of something has to be number eight, something has to be number one. And uh, we definitely appreciate that. Uh, Jay the Retro Gamer, what is your number eight pick for 21? All right, kids, time to go to sleep. My number eight pick is a game called <laughs> Unpacking. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> if, there was, if there was an award for chill game of the year, this is about as chill as it gets. Uh, you, know, the name, you know, the name pretty much says it all. On paper, this game is incredibly boring, and it's definitely not for everyone. Um, you said unpacking, yeah, unpacking, and it's what exactly what you think it is. It's basically it's a it's, uh, an isometric, uh, an isometric, two D isometric or three D, whatever. 
But uh, it's an isometric game where you basically take stuff out of boxes and you put them in, you know, put them in various places around different rooms. And it just, for me, it kind of, oh. I know, it kind of tapped. Well, I, I did that once. It was called Getting Divorced and Moving Out. Which <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? I, I don't recommend that game to anybody. I, I don't recommend <laughs> that game. It was, I, I would not recommend it. it yeah, was, but, you it know, very, I, it was I a guess, very expensive game. Yes. Well, this one's a lot cheaper, especially because it's in Game Pass now. So, um, but the fact the that game, it got nine out of ten on Steam is amazing. Yeah, you would, you know, again, you have to play it for a few minutes to understand. I think the core thing that it does well is that it taps into that same nerve that makes Tetris so addictive, in that you need to put things in their place. I love a pick like that for, for your top it's, 10. I, I think that's, you know that's, I mean? that's epic. I, I started playing it and like, yeah. That's, <laughs> for those that don't know what it looks like, again, if you try to explain awards. it to somebody, it, it just, got awards. It, it got, got multiple award. nominations. I'm not like, I don't, I don't just make these up. It's an actual game. Uh, but again, I wouldn't rate it's it any amazing. higher than this. But I, I just found myself, I started playing it and like hours went by and I'm like, why am I still playing this? But, uh, you know, just it, it was it was fun. And that's ultimately all that matters. But yeah, I, I wouldn't put it any higher than this. Maybe you play it for five minutes and try it out, especially it's in Game Pass. So it's it's free for you guys. So um, I would yeah. be embarrassed to get achievements in this game. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I listen again. So. We understand more to it. A little bit more, but not much. But it, it again, it the fact that it, it exists and it was more fun than I expected it to be was as a testament to them. So anyway, number eight. Nice, nice. Real quick, shout out to Legendary Gamer 1982 has who has actually just subbed the channel. Thank you for uh, helping me get one sub closer. And nice. uh, Iman Burns says this in the chat. How do I post on your chat that you, you never see uh, that he was subbed before and he's been watching the channel for over two years? Brother, listen, don't even sweat it. That, that happens more times than we realize. Um, but, you know, welcome to the program Jay the Destroyer, what is your number eight pick for 2021? My number eight pick is the game that's playing right now, Psychonauts 2. Great. Uh, The first Psychonauts didn't really do anything for me, even though, you know, I appreciated it for its art style and, you know, what it was trying to do, but it just never really resonated with me. But this one from the start of the game was just hit me just right. And uh, just everything is absolutely fantastic about it so i mean a lot of people may be afraid to get into it or something turns them off give it a shot the humor the art everything was just top of the game love yeah. it love the reason i got stuck in that game early and just again one of those things i just lost track of it and never got back to it but yeah again thank you for mentioning that i that's a game that really very welcome. More credit very welcome sir well, you know, uh, on that on that note, uh, platforming note, my number eight is the Gunk. Um, this game came out at almost the end of the year and enveloped me from start to finish. Um, I unlocked all uh, thousand achievement points. The conversation between what seemed to be like friends, but were uh, ultimately sisters. Uh, were was so engaging and so real and so well done. 
that I found myself hanging on to every word that they said because I wanted to learn about the relationship that they had with one another and how like brothers and you know we we fight sometimes and we say things that we don't mean because we're aggravated with the other that happened through the game um there was com- some combat in there some people wanted more i thought it was fine i just thought that the uh the level design and the puzzles that were needed to be figured out to to get to the next level were engaging and uh, this is from a very small team um, and I am hoping that this does well enough uh, that it does eventually uh, garner a sequel because I, I definitely want to see more of where the story could go. That is for sure. Um, Neo Mental, what is your number seven pick for 2021? Uh, this was a weird one. I actually checked this out in Game Pass. Uh, the Long Dark. Um, it it's it's you know I got into the survival kick this year and it's literally kind of a little crazy now but um it starts off in alaska this you know uh as some weird event happens and uh it's like almost the end of the world it's really weird but it's like straight survival it's like i said it's in game pass this is a definite play um it's very dark you're like fighting there's like wolves and stuff out you're fighting the cold i mean it's almost like division survival i mean it's literally the things you're dealing with you got to get you know food and take care of your health um it was it was i i was i don't even remember what put me to it i think i was picking up something else and it recommended it and i was like all right it's game pass let me check it out and i spent like a couple of days in this game and i was just like wow like i was really just i was really happy with it um i i love anything survival type i love these games um i'm not really a fan of the roguelite um but give me a survival mechanic and i'm there um, and this was a really good game. It's definitely a good pick. Um, I think it was a small team too. Forgot who who made it. I, I, I meant to put that in there. Um, but really good game. Really good game. I didn't finish it, but it's really good. You you if you don't know, Neo Mental loves those survival type of games uh, as well as uh, point and clicks. He's he's an OG just like myself, so that's where that love comes. I mean, that's great. That's a great pick because it's probably one that a lot of people didn't even hear about or consider playing, and maybe now they'll give it the old college effort. Yeah, Jay, I mean, the that's retro- the beauty of Game Pass. You know, what yes, I'm saying like I, you see these games, yes. and then you can always buy it after the fact. And I've done that. I, I did that with Outriders. There's a bunch of games I've I've played and then went out and bought to support. You know. Got to do it, man. Some good. Yeah. There's a lot of good games that wouldn't get a radar. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing about Game Pass that they advertise it at at a hundred, but currently, as of today's program, uh, there are over five hundred games on there, which is just bonkers. Uh, mm-hmm. The amount of games that continue to drop in there and shadow drop. I mean, you're going to get some big ones then that they're going to announce, but there's been a lot of shadow drops as of uh, recently, which. Uh, just again, the, the value proposition for that service is, is unlike anything we've, we've ever seen. And we've been gaming for decades. So this is, this is something else. Jay, the retro gamer, what is your number seven pick? At number seven, we have hot wheels unleashed. Ah, dude, I have that. I bought that on sale for 19 bucks and I, I haven't played it. Um, that is, it is just a fun racer that, you know, it's a love letter to any kid 
ever owned or played with a Hot Wheels car. So it's why I love Forza Horizon Three, one of my favorites of all time, because you could play on this track. You know, I'm sure the games, the older games, sold well in their day because I know they've been making uh, games since at least I believe the PS1 days, Um, and most of them would probably be qualified as you know just above shovelware. Uh, but the, the quality on this particular one is just, you know, not quite as good as the other racer in my top 10. Um, but the, you know, the, the, the attention to detail on the cars is just simply, uh, amazing. And at the end of the day, it's just fun to race around those tracks and the tracks they designed in that game. And there's, you know, there's a good enough variety. It's, you know, again, it's a, it's a great game, but it's, you know, you know, certainly not the, the the best that I've played in years, but it's really good. Yeah, because because of what this conversation, I'm definitely going to want to try it. I actually forgot I even bought it, to be honest with you. Real quick, the Blue One has become a new channel member as well. Thank you so much. Wow, we have gotten so many new channel members. That is freaking awesome. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Jay the Destroyer, what is your number seven pick? My number seven is Ratchet and Clanked Rift Apart. Strong Which- one. Yep. So the quality of it, you figured it would be a little higher up, but it is what it is this year. Um, what what could you say about this? The the well, it's Insomniac the, at their finest. Insomniac at their finest. Amazing graphics, amazing gameplay. I, I can't complain about anything about it. It's uh, I loved it. I loved it. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, please do. It's worth whatever you pay for it, whether it be full price or less than full price. Worth every penny. Yep. Uh, strong pick because I'm going to have to uh, reiterate that. Number seven for me is Ratchet and Clank for the PlayStation 5. Um, I love platformers, and because of my love of platformers, you would, again, like uh, uh, Jay the Destroyer said, you would imagine it was higher. Unfortunately, there were many games that just outdid it. Um, great looking game. Uh, one of the, uh, even even with the new warping portals. It's a Ratchet and Clank game. Does that make that terrible? No, it it it, it makes it uh, fun because you know what you're getting with it. But it is just uh, it's what the 19th Ratchet and Clank. Um, I'm happy wow. to have it in my top 10. But uh, as great as the game was, there were games that you'll hear later uh, as we continue our list that just were better. Um, again, happy to have it in my top 10, and would highly recommend buying it but do you buy it for 70 dollars? and see that's that's where we could potentially differ in conversation uh, or do would, you buy it and never play it like you did yes yeah don't don't, don't do that because that's really a waste of 70 dollars. Yeah. at least i can say i made it to the end i haven't beaten it but i'm close it's absolutely um, worth 70 dollars. Yeah, i mean no worth. question no yeah. question about it. The, right. the quality is great, but again, if, if if it's not if platformers aren't the top of your list, I don't know if you spend seventy bucks on that game. That's that's just my opinion on it. No, no, it's it's certainly not a uh, you know a check mark off of the game. The game is is phenomenal. It plays and looks absolutely astounding. It does. Uh, but it's just again, it's one of those games that just unfortunately could not uh, beat out the other ones that I'm going to talk about. Uh, and can't wait to see what they do next. Uh, I'm talking about Insomniac Games because they are uh, what is currently keeping uh, PlayStation 5 afloat. Uh, they've just released banger after banger. And uh, I, I'm I'm hoping that we do get the Resistance remake that is rumored to be happening before we get another Ratchet and Clank, to, to be honest. But uh, Neo Mental, what is your number six pick of the year? 
Halo Infinite. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> you say these things, and I get these weird messages, and I want to start beating on people. Very defensive about your list. I am, because <laughs> people are weird. Your list. Be proud. That's right. Oh, be I proud of proud. your list, damn it. Let me tell you something. I will knock someone out. I do not care. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's unfortunate that I, I think I got four or five levels in. Um, I enjoyed it. I think Destiny uh, burnt me out to that style, which is weird because I still am heavy in the division. I don't know. Um, I just didn't get far in it, you know. But, it, I mean, listen, when I got to PC, I started playing Division 1 again. I leveled that character up. Played survival like crazy there. There's still a ton of people playing Division One, which is insane. I can go in and still have a, a, a full survival lobby. As a matter of fact, the community has, and I missed it today. I completely forgot about it. Survival Saturdays, where everyone queues up for PvP and goes in. It's it's insane. Um, and then I leveled up my Division Two character on the PC. Um, so. You know, a lot of these games I didn't get a lot of time to play into because I was playing a lot of other stuff. Like No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky has been doing this expedition stuff, which has been amazing. Like, I think as a developer, they they definitely like they need an award because I mean this these guys have been like adding content to this to this game like crazy. I mean, last year we got the Normandy from Mass Effect in No Man's Sky. Like that was a crazy crossover. It was dope. Um, so, you know, a lot of my time was split to games I had already been, you know, devouring, which is sad because I actually stopped playing division two on the Xbox so that I could actually play games this year and PC just wrecked all of that. Can I tell yeah. you something, Neo Mental? Here we go. What's up? That I have like, you know, visions of hell <laughs> and, and in my vision of hell and anybody could get on me. I really don't care. In my vision of, of hell, I'm strapped down playing No Man's Sky for eternity. <laughs> well, let, I think you, I think life. I think English like, is a second I'm language to you. I think English is a second language to you. I think what you mean is that's heaven. That's not hell. That's literally that's hell. Great. <laughs> Listen, I just got to Oculus and I started playing I, No Man's Sky in VR, and I can't tell you how amazing that was. That was mind blowing. That was that was dope. I could be wrong. I think Dante, uh, it was mentioned Dante's in Inferno. Yeah. Okay. Is that a ring? Yeah, it's one of the rings. Well, oh, wow. I know wow. I'm going there anyway, so at least now I know that I get to play No Man's Sky for quite well, some time. We'll be playing co-op. Yeah. Hey, listen, well, there, I will you show go. you the ropes, my friend. It's going <laughs> to be it. a great time. I love how these conversations really go off the rails, but we have to reel it back in because, you know what, time is of, uh, of the essence. Uh, Jay, the retro gamer, what is your number six pick for 2021? Number six is Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Yeah, strong, so strong pick. Here's, here's an action game for all the people that love stories out there. I mean, seriously, there is a ton of dialogue in this game. And it works. I think it works well for the most part, even if the characters are portrayed a bit different than they are in the movies. Uh, the gameplay is mostly a really good experience, uh, but as you know, as an '80s kid, uh, nothing beats having Star Lord playing Aha or other '80s yeah. classics while just kicking some alien tails. So uh, I liked it more than I expected to, and I uh, I think Jade the Destroyer was the one that really kind of 
kind of pushed me to really kind of give that game a shot. And uh, I'm glad he did. It was, it was really good. Yeah, Idios Montreal's best work to date, I think. Um, I, 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 again, I don't know if we're going to uh, get a sequel. I don't know if Idios Montreal is going to be the next you're studio yeah, um, to, to jump on uh, to the bandwagon of Xbox Game Studios, but we, we'll see. Uh, Jay the Destroyer, what is your number six pick? Uh, my number six pick is uh, Metroid Dread. Ugh. Uh, yeah, Love not like that game. Wait, 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 with did Metroid, one of my favorite games originally when I owned the NES. This one brought back that nostalgia for me, and I don't know what to tell you. And uh, there you go. Uh, I mean, listen, it, it was a, it was, a, it was a, a strong uh, Switch game for sure. It didn't, it didn't even move the meter of, of honorable mention for me because uh, that robot that chased you, it just, it just ruined it for me. Um, I, I I thought graphically the cutscenes were gorgeous. I thought the gameplay was what you would expect. I just I just I I don't know. I I just, I just could not get into it. But a good, strong strong pick. Um, my number six pick is uh, one that no one has talked about. No one even um, I don't know if anyone even it's going to be. Uh, it was certainly not any of the honorable mentions. That was Song of Iron. What mm. an incredible game made by one person who I've had the pleasure of not only interviewing, but we talk on a regular basis. I consider him to be a friend, uh, Joe, who, uh, you know, that this is a, what, what I loved about the game was that it was very, very classic 2d type of game to, to a 2.5 D uh, you know, cause you had the 3d element. Uh, I love the story, but I love the story behind the story, and 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 this game was based on his Dungeons and Dragons character that he had as as a kid growing up. I, I think that is an, I think that's epic. Um, again, not in Game Pass, at least certainly not yet. But a game that you, if you missed out on and you appreciate old school uh, hack and slash side scrollers, this is this is one that you should definitely give a shot. Uh, but Neo Mental, what is your number five pick? Mm, the heck up on my list. Uh, five, 12 minutes. Um, shocking. Yeah, I, you know, I beat it. Um, I mean, I actually got all the achievements in it. Um, story wise, I, I like what they did. I like the, the fact that you only, you know, you're looking at this apartment from this set view. Um, you know, when you're first playing this game, you have no idea what's going on. And I actually didn't play it when it dropped. I bought it when it dropped. And then I think I played it like, I think it came out in August. And I think I played it in October. Um, and surprisingly, there was no no spoilers. Because um, I know people online were talking about it and stuff like that. But, you know, they were talking about kind of like the the, the story. And without trying to ruin it, when you're first finding stuff out, it's like, what is going? Like, I mean, it's this is a messed up story. Like, I don't know how far you guys got, but when you I find it for about one minute, okay, <laughs> it, it, you find out some really like some stuff. It's like some some deep dark like holy crap. This is some taboo business. Um, you know, but when there's a real story, like a real path 
to really finishing the game. And when, as you finish that path, it's not as twisted as how some of the endings are. Um, but you know, I think that it was written, I believe it was written by one guy, one guy. And as they worked through it, I like the fact that they went somewhere different. Um, so it was a good game. It, it was a good game. It was like, a, you know, it broke up the monotony of just, you know, running around shooting people. And, you know, the fact that you're reliving these, these 12 minutes and you start finding out why you're relieving those 12 minutes, you know, it was a nice diversion. It was nice. It was, you know, to see them break and do something different was really good. I enjoyed it. Nice. A strong yeah. pick. Uh, Jay, the retro gamer, what is your number five pick? Number five is Forza Horizon 5. Strong. Strong uh, yeah, I'm going to keep this short. I mean, it's an amazing open world racing game. It, you know, this game is, does not reinvent the wheel, but I don't think it really had to in this one. Uh, it has more content than any racing game has a right to. And yet, you know, it just all comes together. It has a level of polish that you just expect from, you know, from these guys. Uh, it's just, you know, it's it's the complete like arcade open world racing game package. I mean, I would still, you know, as a fan, I would still love to see a need for speed game of that level of quality. Oh man. Uh, yeah. But short of that, I mean, this is about as good as those type of games get. Yeah. All right, strong pick. Uh, Jay, the destroyer, what is your number five pick for 2021? I'll make it even shorter. Same game. Forza okay. Horizon five. Everything that, he just said it's awesome. I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but top five, that's my number five. No, I mean, again, it's a strong pick. It's, it's certainly the best in the series. And, and uh, just the scale and scope of what you get in this package is just not to be believed. And uh, uh, it, it, it's safe to maybe even assume that uh, the game is so good that it could be considered uh, top three racers of all time. Like, I mean, like, of all time, and that's that's saying something because we've had things like uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted, uh, which was an uh, 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 Xbox 360 launch title, still my favorite in the series, Absolutely. and uh, Burnout yeah. 3, uh, 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 Paradise, uh, still one of my favorite Xbox 360 games of all yeah. time, and uh, Forza Horizon 5 goes right into that list, and uh, depending on the day, I suppose, you could mix or match which is your top uh, one, two, and three. Uh, but to say that, considering that we are in uh, the the age of gaming, uh, to, that and, and 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 you know again, racers are common fare. To say that this might be one of the best ones ever made, that's 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 really saying something. Uh, great, great pick. Uh, my number five pick is um, Far Cry Six, um, and some might suggest. Uh, that it could have been because I'm a huge Ubisoft fan, have been for years, absolutely love and have beaten uh, all of the Far Cry series titles to date, usually go in for the 1000 plus achievements. Um, I'm almost at the end of Far Cry 6. Again, it's one of those games that just got lost. Uh, but I put up, uh, man, 50 plus hours into that game, just flying around and just trying to do everything. It's It's an amazing experience. Uh, Neo Mental, what is your number four pick? Number four is Ascent. Um, you know, we played that. Yeah, what was really special about that one is I had given up uh, on isometric games. I just I was not messing with them at all. 
but you called me. You had gotten a review copy for it, and uh, you know you you got the code for the footage. I was able to play it with you, and so we played it. I think a week before it came out. Yep. Um, and that was a lot of fun. I mean, there was you know there was something I think a little extra special because it was like you're playing this game that no one else was playing. I mean, you know, you journalists were playing it or whatever you like to be called, YouTubers. Um, but it was really cool, and I was really enjoying it. And I, I, you know, I got, I really got, um, uh, what's that game for the SNES? Um, uh, Elevator see. Action. Wow, dude, really? <laughs> <laughs> Elevator <laughs> Action. Wow. Um, Super Smash TV. Um, it really gave me vibes from that, and I yeah. was really enjoying it. And that that multiplayer aspect was was awesome. I really loved that game. I, I probably would have put that as I mean because I just had a lot of fun playing that game and I lo- I love the system I love the um the the leveling and stuff um I would have probably put that as my number one had it not like deleted my character by mistake I mean it was such a stupid thing but so I think I got seventy percent through the game um I loved every minute of it now I just I've been like so hesitant to start over because like I had some really serious stuff um but. You know, these things happen. But it was a really good game. And I think everyone should play that game because it was so much fun, especially multiplayer. It was dope. Yeah, they, they've they've done some incredible work to multiplayer. They've done they've they, the game is completely fixed. If you if you if it didn't get to your, your playlist of twenty one, uh you definitely gotta give it a shot. Gotcha. Small team. Um there are rumors that we are getting a sequel, which would be amazing. Oh man. Um, and uh, I think it was uh recently uh found out on uh someone dropped it on Reddit that this it's been an uh it's been um rated for the PlayStation 5. So PS5 gamers are gonna get a chance to play it, which is pretty oh, good. So. And uh, if in fact that is the case, then I would imagine uh and hopefully it does well enough to garner a sequel. I mean the ending was um a, a absolute cliffhanger for sure um mm. but uh jay the retro gamer what is your number four pick uh number four is going to be like the smallest uh like the big indie title of the list a game that very few people i'm sure have played but i i really did like it. it's a game called fist forged in shadow torch Mm, um, I saw that. yeah i had mentioned this last in last year's uh, game there's one of the games i was looking forward to um no surprise, it's, it's, it's a Metroidvania, but this one has a steampunk aesthetic where you play as a rabbit with a giant mechanical arm that gets to bash robots around. So um, that, was a, that was a PlayStation exclusive, correct? That was a, yeah, it's yeah. A, a PlayStation and PC, uh, PC game. So uh, it's got, you know, it's decent map design, uh, silky smooth traversal to move around is just a lot of fun. And the melee... Melee combat is a lot of fun. I was hoping for a few, you know, more meaningful upgrades uh, to my character, which is always a good thing for a Metroidvania to have. Uh, overall, it's just quite a bit of fun. I got, I played the whole game um, and enjoyed it. Just, you know, at the end of the day, it's just one of those games that you just, it does not, it's not going to stick with you afterwards, but you enjoy it while you play it. Yeah, well, that's a strong pick. It's, I'm, I, I don't know if that's on sale. That was actually a game I wanted to pick up and actually forgot that it even released, believe it or not. That actually looked fantastic. Yeah, uh, Jay, the, Jay the Destroyer, what, what is your number four pick? My number four is Returnal. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. That came out, I came out of 2021. Hard as balls. Yeah. 
Um, I suck at it and I don't really care. And um, this was even prior to when they put that like soft save in it. Um, I love it. I anybody who wants to just try something a little different and uh, just the 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 the, the ambiance of it, just the, the graphics, everything everything about it, the sound. If you have the uh, the uh, the official Sony headphones, the the pulse ones, they're unbelievable what that game sounds like um just give it a shot i don't know if it's you know for me it was easily worth 70 bucks i'd do it over again in a heartbeat but to some people who maybe aren't into games like that then maybe wait for a sale you know give it a shot but oh yeah i'm definitely gonna pick up one that's 20 bucks amazing amazing and i'm telling you i i remember you used to keep saying like you were gonna wait 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 and I remember saying to like I would be listening to you, boom, and I'd just be like, dude, it's worth the money. It's worth 50, 60. It's worth to me, it was worth 70. It was awesome. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. I mean, again, strong pick. What what the, the the no saving thing was a little annoying. I I didn't like that. I didn't like losing your all your stuff uh, uh on a, a bug that it launched with. So that's why I didn't get to I mean, I, I love the developer and I, I'm glad that they're Sony first party, but yeah, when it's twenty bucks, I'll definitely uh, get there. But like Neo Mental, uh, my number four is The Ascent uh, for oh. a multitude of reasons. Um, forget the fact that I was able and very, very uh, fortunate enough to get a review copy. Um, I absolutely put fifty plus hours into that game. The weapons that you could find, that you could mix and match to make your character just this unstoppable monster that just would cut everything down in this path. Uh, again, I'm happy that it's coming to the PlayStation 5 uh, because more people are going to get a chance to play it. Uh, if, in fact, it does well, and I hope it does well there, it will garner a, a well-deserved sequel. Uh, if you missed out on The Ascent because, you know, obviously you were afraid of what happened to Neo Mental. You know, your save gets erased because of a bug, and that sucks times 10. Uh, everything has been upgraded, fixed, updated, uh, it is the perfect experience, and uh, because it's an Xbox Game Pass, there's just no excuse to hit the download button and play uh, one of the uh, best games of 2021, especially if you are a Diablo cyberpunk type of gamer who appreciates that isometric view um, and the story is told. It's, it's a fantastic story. Again, it's in the cyberpunk universe, which in itself is amazing. Uh, but definitely give that a shot. Uh, Neo Mental, what is your number three? Now we're getting to the real nitty gritty. And for me, when, when I get to it, any one of my top three could have been game of the year, but it mixed and matched and it finally settled on what the list is. But what is your number three pick of 2021? So number three for me is it's a twofer only because, well, Subnautica. Okay. Um, so there was two that came out. The first one came out in 2018 on the PC, but it came out in May, May or March for the Xbox, which is where I initially played it. And then the sequel to it, even though it was in like those game preview modes, it officially came out in May. So um, I, I literally played the first one. And then with, as soon as I beat the first one, I went right into the second one. Um, and it was a really good game. Another survival type, horror, not survival, horror, but survival game. Um, 
you crash land on this planet from this luxury liner and you know you're in this water world and you got to kind of figure it out it was really good i liked the uh, i liked the, the 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 humor in it it was a little it was a light dark humor um i really loved that um it was a really good game i loved it in the survival genre i think i came right out of playing division again out of that into this one and uh, they had vehicles in it they had the monsters but I liked the story. The story was really good. You were trapped on this planet. There was this other alien race that was preventing people from leaving. It was basically like a, a, a um, diseased planet. They were preventing people from leaving. Um, and that's what was cool with the second one, because the second one takes place two years after the first player leaves and you play as a, another person. And they keep referencing the first game, which was really cool. And there's actually a character that was written in the first game in the second game. Um, so I just like that universe. I'm hoping they do more. I um, I got all the achievements in both games. Wow. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot. I think I spent like a month solid playing both games. Um, so it was, it was really, it was really, really cool. It's definitely worth picking up if you guys like any type of. Uh, uh, survival type games really good strong strong pick uh and uh one that i knew that you i mean we talk all i mean we're brothers so we talk almost every day but that one you kept talking about and the fact that there were two not one but two and they were both good as one better than the last is is saying something for that team which is again small development team Mm. uh ps by the way um jay the retro gamer what is your number three pick at number three, we have Far Cry Six. I knew it. Mm. I knew it was going to be it. That's yeah, three. As, <laughs> yeah, as, as sure as the sun comes up in the morning. Uh, yeah, I, this is this marks the seventh Far Cry game that I've completed in seven years. So, wow. Suffice to say, I love me some Far Cry, and that's exactly what you get with this. It's more the, the mix of the absolutely bad shit, crazy moments against the backdrop of a story that sometimes can, you know, that does take itself very seriously. Um, Giancarlo Esposito, man, he is masterful, is masterful as the dictator of this fictional Island of Yara, very similar to, to, to Cuba and was always, you know, and every time he was on screen, I put the controller down and I watched him, Um, you know, especially the scenes he plays with his uh, in son character who plays a large role in the game. Just really well done. Um, you know, otherwise it's a you know it's a Far Cry game. You know what you're going to get, and another great game in the long line of tried and true for me. Open world, uh, open world, uh, Ubisoft open world games, which you know I just you know I just love. Yeah. Well, again, strong pick, Jay the Destroyer. What is your number three pick for 2021? Number three is Halo Infinite. Oh, strong. Top three could have been. Could have been maybe one higher, but uh, th- this is how everything worked out. Um, just brought back all the old uh, feelings of the original Halo, Halo 1 and 2 for me, and uh, just felt so good to play and uh, just feels like the ship is going in the right direction finally in the, uh, in the fan- franchise for a while. So that's, that's all I could say. Love yeah, you know it's funny you say that because this is uh, this sparked uh, the 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 feeling of dread that came over many gamers uh, during the original reveal 
at that July uh, 2020 um, event uh, sparked the return of Joseph Staten. Uh, and uh, the fact that he returned and the game turned out as well as it did, you know, we will never actually know whether or not it was his return that sparked it to turn out to be the game that it is. Uh, we, we won't know unless, uh, you know, because there's an entire team, a very large team at 343 Industries that made and finished that game. Uh, but it's, uh, it, it's certainly, uh, you know, worthy of a number three spot for sure. Uh, my, my number three pick um, is Forza Horizon 5. Um, and I have, uh, I'm, I think I'm closing in on level 120 in that game. Wow. Uh, I absolutely spent hours upon hours getting every sign that you can find and break, some of which took uh, upwards of 60 minutes to finally figure out where to hit the ramp to, or hit that piece of dirt to get into one of the highest assets. I mean, there was, there was a sign that was hanging on the top of a, uh, an electrical uh, um, tower and it was, I don't know, a hundred feet in the air. And it just, you you have to, you know, just from every angle. And it it just was the addictive nature of how much fun that game was. Uh, And you said something to it earlier. uh, The fact that you were constantly challenging your friends, even though they weren't there in the room with you, uh, you'd see like, uh, I'd see dealer gaming driving by and it would give me the level of where he was on the on the board, and you can challenge his um, driver tar. And you know, we, when you beat him, you know, you, it, it was a, a feeling of man, I just beat Dealer Gaming, and he gets the message that you beat him, and you become one of the rivals. I, I think that what they've done with that game is ingenious, and it's going to uh, only get better. Uh, and again, we are expecting, uh, even though it hasn't been officially announced, um, Forza Motorsport this year. And that is going to be based on the new engine. The Forza Horizon 5 is the old engine, surprisingly enough, as good as that game looks. Well, I Um, want Lord Cognito's Drivatar tested for steroids because that man was crazy. Very annoying. I beat him, but... I need to go back and see if he if he if he fixed my time because well he he's a very very big man so steroids I don't know he works hard so maybe uh, works out very hard so maybe uh, he drives as hard poor yeah he's always in the gym good for that guy good good for him good for him Um, number two Neo Mental now we're getting close brother what it what falls in for your number two spot. Uh, number two Breath Edge I don't know if anyone heard or knows what that game is nope. Um, Breath Edge was uh, it's another survival game. You're you're in space. You're on a uh, liner, um, and it blows up in space, and you only have thirty seconds of oxygen. Um, your room that somehow stays intact produces oxygen, so you can basically venture out in thirty second bursts, um, and you have to like find technology and stuff. And you use uh, I had to learn how to use a condom as uh air pack that gave me oh. 30 30 seconds of additional air that built very me interesting all right and please then, tell me more yes and then i got a, i got two <laughs> condoms put together and that gave me a, a hundred this is a very pg show dude you know, be very careful. You're we don't say hell here. We say H. You're you're working H-E-W the edge of madness. Okay. Well, listen. Aren't that what condoms are for? To give you thirty seconds of additional oh oxygen. God. Oh my god. I don't understand. I, don't understand. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I mean, oh am I doing goodness. it wrong? I don't. I don't know. You tell me. 
Save that oh, for another show, okay? Yeah. Save but, that for uh, the After Dark show. Yeah, yes. save that for the After That's Dark show. That's definitely a Nuke Nuke okay. kind of a situation. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I we did it with Boom. No, but I mean, the game was really good. There's a lot of dark, sardonic humor in it. Um, you have like this, the spacesuit AI. Um, I love this game. I actually, I didn't, my one gripe with this game is, I, you know, so I have the elite. I don't, I don't leave it plugged in unless I'm playing like competitive because for the, you know, the timing. But if your joystick times out, it logs you out of the game. So if you haven't, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. If you haven't saved it, you're screwed. So I wound up losing like 10, 15 minutes of progress, but at a point where I did a lot in that 15 minutes. So I stopped playing it for a while. And as I was doing my list, I was like, wait a minute, I never finished Breathless. So I'm actually playing it now. And just like, it just, it got even better. I'm like, man, I really, really love this game. The dark humor in it is dope. And this game was in Game Pass, but I actually bought it. Um, It's worth it. I think it was like $20 or $29. Um, Definitely a great team. This gave me vibes of like um, Journey to a Savage Planet, um, which I played this year. But it came out 2020, and I really am mad that I did not know about it in 2020 because that would have been in my top 10. That's another game that I hope that um, that they come out with a sequel because Journey to a Savage Planet was really good. Another dark human, human game. I think uh, 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 this guy, I forgot whatever you're calling yourself these days, you would love it if you gave it a shot. Um, yeah, it's a really good game. No just point it down. What guy are you talking to? You. About Destroyer. what? Destroyer. Destroyer. I forgot what you I call yourself. I don't, myself. I don't know what you call yourself. I'm used to calling you by your government. You now. have very eclectic tastes, my friend. God I, do. He, God I do. he does. He does. I enjoy it. Wait till we get to number one. He's uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to that. And speaking of uh, continuing the trend, Jay the Retro Game, what is your number two pick? Uh, number two, well, this is definitely not eclectic for me. Uh, number two is Metroid Dread. Okay. Uh, I struggled with this, but the number, number one and two, and, and for a long time it was number one. And then at the, you know, kind of last minute I changed it. Uh, the, you know, what can I say? The queen is back, baby. The, look, I, I know a lot of people in the gaming community, uh, this game is very divisive. Uh, you know, but for me, my experience is one. I, I remember playing this game, was very frustrated early on um, that it wouldn't hold my hand, which I do like in, in some games. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't give me like the upgrades early on that I normally would expect from playing a game by like Metroid. Um, but it's a game that for, you know, once you, you know, it made me work for everything and the sense of reward I got for sticking with it and eventually overcoming those early obstacles was just was a great feeling. You know, Samus controls like a dream. The combat's lightning fast and fun. You know, you uh, boom. I know you didn't like the whole, you know, the robot chasing stuff, but I thought it was, you know, it gave it moments of intensity, but also frustration. Uh, uh, but once you figured it out, it was really satisfying. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge, wasn't a huge fan of the overall map design, which can be very confusing. Um, yeah, that's, that's the other. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's one of the things that I did not like about right. it was the and map. I, and nothing in that game was uh, uh, everything in that game was purposeful in terms of its design. So, it, you know, they wanted to make you think more, but you know, that's was a negative on my part. But what what really sealed the deal, made it put it at number two, was the boss battles in this game were just 
incredible. And the the final battle in that game against this character Ravenbeak, um, who it took me hours to of just trial and error to, to to beat it. But once I did, I put the controller down. And I went. That had to be one of the single best boss fights I have ever had in a game. And, and that's saying something. We've been gaming yeah, for a, played a lot time. of games, uh, yeah. but it was just epic. I've and never played a game more where I wanted to find a developer and have a serious talk with him because it just, it's, it, games are supposed to be enjoyable. And I, I was more, this game frustrated me to the point where I, I literally stopped playing it. Cause I was like, am I, why, why am I playing this? Why am I playing this? Cause it, yeah. there was too many points where it was, and it, the, the way the level was designed was, it was like, okay, here's this door that you're not going to be able to open until you get this, mechanic which is going to be like nine hours away so it's like all right now i have to remember where this door like i when i finally get the mechanic it's like oh i have to remember where that one door was yeah right, three hours the, good ones, the good ones designed the map in a way that you can kind of see you know where where you haven't gone where you, and where you need to go yes yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the, the quick time events, I wanted, I, they kept telling, oh, especially with those the one shot kill guys, it's like you, if you weren't one of 100 at yes. the moment it was, like I, out of like a thousand times, I think I might have got that quick time event like 10 times. And I was yes. like, a robot. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's, that's intentional. It's it, well, it intentionally made me stop playing that game because yeah. where's the enjoyment? <laughs> I totally understand the sentiment. Uh, but you know, there is, and believe me, I almost stopped playing it a number of times early on. But once I finally started grinding a little bit to get enough and I was able to get over that initial hump, it was it was just a blast. It was just a blast to play after that. And I'm yeah. not I don't advocate for, you know, a game should be, you know, fun from the get-go, but uh, this one, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad. I'm glad I stuck with it. So, and I want the game to be good. I, I I was happy that we were getting a new Metroid. I want to see more Metroids. I just absolutely, you know, I don't absolutely. Know. I mean, it, it's a strong pick, uh, and one I'm glad that you were you you enjoyed enough to make it your number two pick. Uh, Jay the Destroyer, what is your number two pick of the year? With a bullet, Guardians of the Galaxy. Strong um, freaking pick, Honestly, dude. at its best, which was 99% of the time, it felt like you were playing a movie that you just weren't in a movie theater for. Um, I loved every second of it. Fun from the start to the end. Um, if you it, and, and, and the great thing about it is that that game, in its previews and its whatever, you know, people were dogging it. This is going to be crap. This is going to suck. Honestly, yeah. I was. It didn't of, preview well. Didn't I, I'm gonna, I'm well. gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. You're, you're onto to something with and that. And then it uh, came out and completely slayed it. Yeah. So that was awesome. So that's my number two, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm gonna follow your your lead here, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, number two pick for me personally. Um, I absolutely loved everything about that game there was nothing i didn't i am telling you right now i've been advocating for this game uh for anyone that has a spare 30 bucks to i mean i think it's coming to game pass like avengers to be honest with you i don't know if that's a february release i think it is coming soon i don't have that on good authority i do what i can say is that the writing in the game is so mag magnificent that you will 
if you're a fan of James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy for the MCU, and we know that there are a lot of people that you know didn't like two as much as one. I'm one of those people. Um, three is going to be a masterpiece. The the writing in this game was James Gunn level good. Like you sat, you took the time to stop and listen to the conversations that the characters were having, especially if you're an old school comic fan, because they bring back some OG uh, references. Uh, specifically, one one, and I won't give it away of what you uh, what you can see, but once you get to a, a, a specific level. Uh, in the game, and you can check out the Collector's Museum. Uh, if you are an MCU fan, you are going to literally be giddy with the uh, the name drops and situational uh, discussions that happen with characters that have nothing to do with the actual game. It is a love letter in every sense of the word to anyone that is a Marvel fan. Not, an M- not so specifically an MCU fan, a Marvel fan. Yeah, strong pick at number two for both of us. Um, it missed my game of the year by a, a hair, uh, but we'll get to that momentarily. Mm-hmm. Here we go, folks. Neo Mental, game of the year 2021 for you personally. What is at your number one pick? Death Stranding Director's Cut. Holy matrimony. I love I love this pick. Does that count? Ed, it came out. In, our, in our world, it does. In our world, yeah, it does. The regurgitating them, and I hate these regurgitations. But ah, I, I, you know, because I was gonna pick up um, Ghosts, but I mean, you know, the two of these games, I was really, I'm like, they just came out. Why are we getting director's cuts of them? Um, but so wait a second, are you saying we could have put Ghosts of Tsushima on our lists? Came the director. Oh, there is, there is new con. I know there's new content in the director. Yeah. Was there was there was a director's cut of that? It came out this year. Yeah, so I mean, it could be in the top ten. I just don't think it would be as in twenty twenty one. It came out in twenty twenty one. That was really a twenty twenty game. Our criteria has always been the game that came out in twenty twenty one, and this this I mean, technically there was and there was new content. They had a whole DLC within that. They reworked stuff. Now I don't. I, if, if, if this if we were counting down the top albums of the year, would we put a live album on this list or greatest hits? A greatest hits, no. A live album, yes, because oh, a live album. Come on. Uh, wait, listen. Come a greatest timeout. A greatest hits would just be a collection of songs that have already come out. A live and what album, would a live album be? Would be those, those greatest songs hits for, played live. Listen, all right. First of all, I am a huge John Mayer fan. I know that does not sound like something that would come out of my mouth, but that's what it is. If you his live albums are better than his actual studio albums because he actually changes stuff up. So when you listen to like a lot, he has like this whole as is stuff that he's done in different states. I I've probably listened more to those songs than I've listened to his studio stuff because it's it's not completely new, but it's the new takes on those things. Plus it's it's got the 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 studio uh, the fan crowd reaction. It's a lot of good stuff in this. And there's also you'll have covers and stuff in in those songs. My friend, so, we agree to disagree. Please go on with your Death Stranding I told you. nomination. Okay. <laughs> Listen, if you want to change the rules, I will. No, 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 no. Go, go. Listen, all, means. all I'm saying is, is that I hate these remakes and stuff like that. But for whatever reason, I picked this up, I bought it, and I actually wound up platinuming it 
because I did. And that's every, saying something, brother. That's 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 dedication. A lot of in that game from what if I, from you would, if you understand even a little bit of Death Stranding, you will know that that game is very very slow. Um, and you know, I like he added a lot of stuff into the game, a lot of new stuff. And as I kept going through it, because you could import your save, and I tried to, but like so much had happened. I literally started the entire game over. Um, and it was crazy because in the game, you you know, you create these roadways and connections to other players. The connections that I had were still up like a year and a half, two years later from my original save. And I just thought that that was really cool to see other people still reacting and still taking care of components in this game. Like, it's wild. Um, so as I started a whole new game, I, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, you know, I knew how to cut corners because if you can get the, the truck access really early, a lot of people just think, all right, well, you know, you're just walking. It's a walking simulator. There's a motorcycle in there. There's, you get trucks. Um, there's guns in the game. You can actually kill people. Um, I even posted a video. I don't post videos, but I posted like a 10-minute video on, on, on YouTube to show people that you can actually, the combat in the game was pretty good. Um and again, like I had to like you had to like deliver these items to from one side of the map to the other. And it was it was a lot, but I really loved the game. And I think I spent like a solid month playing it. Um it was worth it. I really enjoyed it. God and, bless you. Well, I mean, listen, it, it, your list is your list is your list. Absolutely. And uh I you know, when you platinum a game, especially a game of that magnitude. You, you can only say that 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 you that you that that is worthy of your number one pick of the year. I feel like uh, I should get paid for that. You, that 100%. was a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely was a lot of work. And uh, I put sixty hours into the first one, thanks to you, because you gave me that game, uh, and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Um, and I never finished it, but I was close. I bet you work. can go back now, and there'll still be people in your in your world. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, Jay, the retro gamer, what is your game of the year, twenty twenty one? Ratchet and Clank. What I'm surprised by this. I am well, maybe not as surprised as we yeah. is yeah. You know, look, my personal history uh, with the franchise is that it's always been great. Every, every entry has been great, but every year there's always this other game that comes out and always is just better than better than Ratchet and Clank. That's why you know, when I sat down and really kind of put this list together, I was so glad that for the first time, this latest entry, not only the best Ratchet and Clank game I've ever played, but it's, you know, I'm so glad that it actually gets my personal top spot for the first time ever. Um, it's just another in a long line of, you know, as we know, like these fantastic first party uh, PlayStation games. And for yep. good reason, it's just, it's got, you know, fun moment-to-moment gameplay that really mixes it up as, you know, as these Ratchet and Clank games do. So it's never boring. The upgrade system on the weapons, I mean, the weapons are always, like, these very creative and uh, creative inventions that they that Insomniac comes up with. You know, it was... The, the stories in the, in, the, in the Ratchet and Clank games are always funny uh, and really good, but for this one in particular felt even more heartfelt than usual. Uh, with some of the things that they they that happen in the game, um, the graphics probably the best looking PlayStation Five game. Sure, to me, hands yeah. to me, hands down. 
and what they do. And they, they probably invented this, this, this whole, now that we have almost every, these big games have these new game plus uh, modes in it. Uh, But Ratchet kind of pioneered that years ago and had these things called the challenge mode where they really make a second playthrough meaningful in the fact that you can keep upgrading those same weapons that you spent the game uh, upgrading the first time. And just, I don't know, it's just, it's the best game I played all last year. For sure. I mean, not, nothing wrong with that. Great platformer, t- uh, typical um, Insomniac games at their finest. Uh, what, what, what could you say about the game? What could you say about Insomniac? They just continue to deliver and, uh, and without sounding like we're trying to make this a one-way conversation, literally have kept Sony afloat. Uh, they have been the workhorse yeah. for Sony. Well, you know, and Sucker Punch and a few other, and Sony Santa Monica. Yeah, but I mean, if you just look at the last couple of games that uh, they released specifically on the PlayStation 5 with Miles Morales and, uh, and, and Ratchet and Clank, those have been bangers. Uh, and, uh, and they have a lot on their plate. So, uh, you know, a g- great, great pick. Jay the Destroyer, what is your game of the year 2021? And it breaks my heart that you are down on this and you are doing yourself a great, great, great disservice especially for a man like yourself, uh, my number one is, without a doubt, it was a no-brainer. It's RE8. <laughs> Nothing comes close. I had a blast from the second it started to the second it ended. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, dude. It's, you need to go back to it. You need to give it another chance. Maybe start it over with a different, fresh mindset. For a guy who loves Resident Evil as much as you, to not have beaten it, to not have played it fully, is 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 a, is a it's a travesty. Okay? <laughs> it's a travesty of justice. Of justice, and um, I think somehow or another it just rubbed you the wrong way, and I think you need to start it fresh. It was amazing. I loved it. I can't wait for the next Resident Evil. This one just. It was everything I wanted it to be. I know I had said that um, this year for horror was not that great. And it wasn't. But between um, Resident Evil and House of Ashes, I mean, those only two games. I wish there were more quality uh, horror games. But um, it was great, dude. I mean, you got to give it another shot. You have to. You yeah, well, I, I definitely have to finish it for sure. Uh, I, and I'm literally at the end with Chris Redfield. Uh, so I believe I'm close um and i will eventually finish it this year um again for me comparing resident seven uh to eight is just uh there's no comparison i think s7 was just so very very different games they they were they were absolutely more more seven felt more like a resident evil game in first person where resident evil eight just felt like why uh, why am I playing this? Why, why, why do they continue to story this way? Chris is a complete d bag. Did um, not have that feeling. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I again, I, I'll, I'll finish it eventually. Uh, it, it, it falls into the conversation for me of Halo Five. I finished Halo Five just to say I finished it. I, I didn't care that I did. Uh, and I believe Resident Evil Eight is going to fall right, right along with it. But uh, I don't even it, know who you are. I know, I know. It, it's shocking. But you know what's, what's even more shocking? Is uh, the fact that we have one one seven in the chat, uh, in, 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 in a total in chat, one one seven. That number uh, specifically 
is for my number one pick game of the year, and that is Halo Infinite for a ridiculous amount of reasons. Halo Infinite was a 10 out of 10. Uh, now, not everyone will agree um, for, you know, <laughs> missing. Yeah, no, that's okay. Listen, that's fine uh, for, for missing co-op, for missing Forge. But they did everything right. Uh, it felt uh, more, more specifically in the multiplayer gave me my, my favorite multiplayer of all time is Halo 3 until Infinite. Infinite felt like three on crack cocaine. Uh, and they continue to deliver. Uh, I love everything about multiplayer. The single player, because I'm such an open world Assassin's Creed slash uh, um, Far Cry fan, gave me so many things to look for, so many things to do. The only thing that's left to get uh, the achievements for is every um, um, tower, uh, the propaganda towers. I have more than half, about 78% of them. And uh, I am literally about 80-something percent done with the logs. Uh, everything else I have done. Um, and I love everything about it. I love the fact that the ending was as powerful and cliffhanger-y as it could be. And uh, the story DLC that's rumored gives me incredible hope for redemption, uh, a redemption arc for um, Halo 5's biggest, you know, uh, you know, one of the biggest components I didn't like about it is that Locke was thrown in your face and you had no choice but to play through it eight out of the 11 levels. And I think they did his character an incredible disservice of explaining what, uh, you know, who he is, uh, who his team is, who, who, you know, what happened to Team Osiris. And we're, I believe we're going to get that in story DLC. Uh, that is uh, coming hopefully at the end of this year. I'd, I'd love to see them close out 2022 with a big monster addition to it. But that is my game of the year uh, for the 2021. Uh, and as Jada Retro Gamer uh, tallies uh, what our uh, group game of the year is, yeah. I want to. Uh, are you ready for that yet or not yet? Yeah, no, I'm. I've been just doing it all along so okay so then so uh, so what, what so the, one of the things that we do is we all have our personal game of the year and then through a point system which he's going to break down to you right now uh, uh we do uh we do rate the, the group game of the year sometimes we all agree and sometimes we are scratching our heads but just uh jada retro gamer do me a favor explain to the listeners that we have here how that how that's broken down uh, It basically works in that the number everyone's number 10 game of the year gets one point and everyone's number one game gets 10 points and you can kind of uh do the math there do the math, right? do the math from there and so whatever game has the most points uh is the group game of the year sometimes it's an easy decision uh, easy uh, calculation sometimes we run into an issue where uh more than one game gets the same amount of points and there you know and then it's an open for debate and we've had at least a couple of them in the 10 years we've been doing this. Titanfall yeah. 2, baby! Uh, yes, and, yeah, and a number of... Yeah, uh, God of War and Spider-Man come to mind for me. Yes. Um, Folks, and- not only is Jay the Retro Gamer pretty, but he's also very smart. He's the total package. I am the, the total package. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> so smart with numbers. Thank you. Total uh, package. These, um, and in years past, you know, we've sometimes had to struggle with uh, two game of the year. Um, yeah, we're, we're kind of in another situation this year. 
Uh, we're going to have open for debate for the first time ever. We have a three-way tie. Holy for game, freaking for game of the cow. year. Wow. Uh, of the, the one that uh, everyone kind of picked in their top 10 as one of them is Forza Horizon 5. Um, the other one, uh, the second one is Halo Infinite. Mm. And the third game in this three-way tie is Guardians of the Galaxy. Holy crap! Wow, what 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 All a three-way mo- what a three-way monster right right here. So uh, again, Forza is the only one that all of us uh, have in our top tens. Uh, Guardians, uh, Dan is the one who's the lone person out on that one, and uh, Halo Infinite's the one that I'm that I'm I don't know. I'm, I'm the one out on, but. I think we just kind of put it to a vote between the four of us. Of those three games, we need to pick one. Uh, you know what? I'll go first on this one, and it's an easy one. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I, I think that that game is is just a masterpiece. That's surprising, considering Halo is your... I, I loved Halo. I think Halo is its own incredible story and 10 out of 10. But if you want to look at the little wheel that could... Uh, and we're talking Guardians of the Galaxy because you got to remember this is a game that's coming off the heels of Avengers, which was an abomination upon man. Uh, that game was terrible for a multitude of reasons, and it left a very sour taste in many gamers' mouths. And unfortunately, because of that, did not give Edios Montreal an op- an opportunity to shine, uh, in my opinion. So it, for me, it's Guardians. Yeah, you're on mute, uh, Neil. Apologies, apologies. So I'm just going to say that uh, I picked up both of these games. I have not played one of them. Uh, But to my knowledge, that game came out with all its functions, was not delayed a year, uh, should uh, should not have been a launch title. So I'm going to vote for Guardians as it came out as a fully workable game. Yep, with zero, zero problems. Um, you know, I love Microsoft to death, but uh, that was a horrible, horrible decision, and I don't feel that a game that comes comes out uh, in that nature should 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 be at the top of the list. So, Guardians, it is. All right, I'm gonna go with IDOS's Guardians of the Galaxy. There All you right. go, strong. And, and uh, Jet- oh, I think by default, uh, IDOS is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Unanimous uh, gets uh, my vote of the three. Yeah, strong pick. Uh, so we've declared that for 2021, Guardians of the Galaxy is our group game of the year, and well deserved. Uh, as and great, no one as, had to have an argument in a TGI. And we didn't have that. We yeah, we didn't have to you know, threaten friendship uh, like we did with uh, Titanfall Two, which by the All way, right. uh, Division yeah. should have won that year. I'm just saying. It, it probably should. Now that I look back at it, you're probably right. But oh, I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> real quick i gotta thank a couple of people uh ed uh, edmund uh iman burns drops a two pound super chat thank you for the generosity once again iman we also had one come in from drawn tj generous friend of the show he drops a two dollar super chat and says simply hi guys and what's up drawn tj glad that you are here uh but let's let's get to um our most anticipated game uh then we'll uh, we'll kind of just uh Give our small and quick opinion of the uh, the you know Activision Blizzard, and we'll get everyone on out of here because we are past the two hour mark. Um, wow! 
Yeah, two hours. It went, went very quick, believe it or not. Um, but uh, for me, um, Elden Ring, believe it or not, is my most anticipated simply because I get a lot of Sony third-person, over-the-shoulder type of vibes. I get a little bit of uh, Breath of the Wild. And I know that it plays like Souls games, which I'm not the bi- a biggest fan of, but it just the open world nature seems as if it could give me, uh, you know, that uh, yeah, a challenge for sure. But I don't know. I that out of everything coming out this year, that's the one that I'm most excited for. So much so that I bought the collector's edition with that one. And even and I'm not a fan of Souls type games. Uh, let's go to Neo Mental. What is your pick for uh, your most anticipated of the year? Uh, I'm a little torn. Uh, there, there's a, a, a franchise that's been on mainly on the PC. There a couple of games come out on the um, on the Xbox called Siberia. Um, another one in that point click genre. But there's a new game coming out this year that I already pre-ordered. Um, and I think right now, just from what I've seen, that's definitely um, that's definitely probably my most anticipated for the year. Um, when Again, we, it's, uh, it's, it's it's the kind of games you like, so I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yes, when is Breath of the Wild? That's not this year, right? No, uh, unknown, unknown. It, uh, Breath of the Wild two could potentially be and and, and not. You know, I, I thought March. Yeah. Now I don't think we even get it for the holiday. To be honest with you, because nah, yeah, Nintendo isn't saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that that's where I'm at. All right, strong pick, uh, Jay the Retro Gamer. What is your top pick or your most anticipated for 2022? Thank God this game is coming out, you know, very soon. So I'm just happy about that. I don't have to wait too long. And that is Horizon Forbidden West. Strong pick. Oh, just, yes. Yeah, just I I adored the first game, and yeah. and, and one of the few games that I actually platinumed um, at the time. So yeah, and it's one of the I know that I really hype about a game when I actively try not to look, you know, at on coverage about it. I yeah. Don't wanna, I just want to go into it fresh and, and, and just enjoy it. So yeah, see for me, it, it was simply edged out, not because I'm not excited for that game. I am love Aloy and, and that world and cannot wait to play in it. Um, but uh, for me, because Elden Ring is new and it could potentially get me into souls games is why it simply just edged mm-hmm. it out. But that's a, that's a fantastic and strong pick. Uh, I retract my statement and I'll go with her. Uh... Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's dude. It's it's gonna be yeah. uh, a banger. Uh, it's gonna yeah. be what we love. So away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Coming out in February uh, to a PlayStation Five near you. Um, and four. Uh, and four. That's right. That's right. It's cross generational. <laughs> I forgot all about. Go that. out and buy one available in stores right now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, right. That's right. They're, they're, if you don't have a PlayStation 5, don't worry. We got a console for you, says Sony. It's called the PlayStation 4. Because we uh, believe but, in uh, generations. <laughs> Jay the Destroyer, what is your most anticipated of the year? Uh, this is a just a personal one. When, when, when I have a bad day and I can't stand the world and I just want to put on something that feels like a warm blanket, put on like a movie, something that makes me feel good, it's usually Evil Dead 2. Um, so okay. Evil Dead yes. is the game I want. I don't care if it sucks. No, I don't care. I just want my I, I want that Evil Dead game. And, and be- I believe it's coming into Xbox Game Pass. I don't have that on uh, official uh, documentation, but I've been hearing well, that that is coming. Scoops. I'm giving them my money. Yeah, I, well, the we're, 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 they they just celebrated the 40th anniversary of that franchise, so uh, which is just amazing. Wow. 
wow. I mean, wow. Um, but listen, folks, uh, before we get on out of here, I uh, just want to grab, you've already heard my opinion. I'm not going to regurgitate it. Uh, Neo, if you don't want to you know, partake because you had an opportunity to hang out with us uh, the day that this news dropped, which was pretty awesome. Um, Jaden Destroyer, what, 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 for you personally, what, what does Activision Blizzard mean coming to Xbox? What, what is your raw reaction to it? Were you shocked as much as the world was? Uh, I mean, it's the biggest acquisition probably in God knows how long, if ever. Um, I mean, we're guys who we own every system. So really, honestly, in the real big picture of stuff, it's it's just going to be something different on us, you know, which we have to get this on this system. But it's not like we ever missed out on any kind of games or anything because of exclusivity. Like, that's never happened. Um, but to the, to you know, to the, uh, you know, mass gamers i mean that's you know not the case unfortunately and uh it's huge what can i tell you i mean it, it's it's a, a huge linchpin it's a huge get i mean it, it could it's gonna change the narrative um I, I don't know what do you think jay the retro gamer uh you know look i i have full faith in the Microsoft team, especially, you know, Phil, Phil Spencer, that, you know, while they're going to do what makes the most business sense for them, that they do, uh, that they will think about, you know, what's best also for the game or so. I, I, I honestly, I don't know where this ultimately is going to end up, though. I am interested in seeing what they're going to do with it, uh, with this acquisition, whether or not, you know, Call of Duty goes exclusive uh, to the place, uh, to Xbox remains to be seen. Uh, but since the deal isn't going through until mid next year, you know, it's it's kind of a moot point right now. I mean, one of the things that struck me was I had seen a tweet from uh, if you guys remember the old school uh, journalist podcaster, uh, John Davidson. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, tweeted out the other day that um, when he started uh, with EGM back in the late 90s, wow. the entire global revenue of the video game industry globally in that year was 6.2 billion dollars yeah it's one deal was 10 times more than that just yeah. to tell you how far we've come in 25 years so i thought that was kind of put it put things into a little bit of perspective so but at the end of the day i, I just think that that the deal is going to be good for gamers in in the long term so i don't know yeah. how but you know, I'm just well, I mean, it's definitely going to be good. I, I you know, I, the only reason why, <laughs> look, that deal was more than IPs. Um, you're talking about 10,000 employees now that are now under Microsoft's umbrella to what they already have, but that deal was way more. I mean, we're talking infrastructure, and you know, you now have a movie studio, you, you now have a major league gaming. Uh, support everything that they own it's this was not about just video games i mean that deal i mean i mean first of all they bought the stock at what 96 dollars 95 a share in cash right. i mean my i mean that was not just about let's get some IPs, lock them up, and well, just specifically say, hey. Call of Duty. Let's let's just not get Call of Duty. Their, their, their IP list spans 196 games. Yeah, 
I mean, and it's not just that, because again, like I said, when you're talking about the infrastructure of everything, you know, they had that Warcraft movie. You, you're trying to, you're doing this whole Halo thing with, uh, what's that on Amazon? Oh, it's Paramount Plus now. Paramount Plus. Um, you know, so again, I mean, this is something that is so far reaching. I mean, obviously, when Phil wanted to do this and having the ability to do it, I mean, it's great if you could just say, hey, uh, you know, we want to buy them. Uh, I need about uh, $70 billion. Is that cool? <laughs> okay, we're going to do that. You know, it's not to say, okay, now we have Call of Duty and we can, you know, we're going to make that money back. I mean, when you look at uh, Candy Crush alone, it, it's like the top 10 game uh, earners. They made $1.2 billion last year. Yeah, don't Candy sleep on don't sleep on Candy Crush. Yeah, listen, yeah. my wife plays it. She's at like level three hundred and ninety or five hundred. Yeah, Mrs. I don't know Boone plays it. She she loves it. Uh, I've well. even played it. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, it's especially when you know you talk about these crazes and stuff going on. So I mean, you know, it, it it's not it's they have a goal, and this is more than as well going to get them, and it's going to take them other places. Because again, I know I keep harping on it myself, but you know, when you talk about them doing virtual reality and the fact that facebook has already said or meta has already said they're dropping 10 billion dollars a year into this that is crazy you know what i'm saying i would not be surprised if you see like oculus being able to jack into the xbox at some point or even having some co-branded thing there um you know you're gonna have a huge presence in that sphere so they're looking at Every point of contact between cell phones, browser, the whole nine, they're going to try and, you know, get into that thing so that you're not going to be able to touch a product and not be affected by uh, by Microsoft in some way, shape or form. You know, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. look at he's even changed his job title. He's now head of Microsoft Gaming. That should yes. tell you everything you need to know from that right there. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. But listen, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank, uh, we had uh, almost 200 people here today. This is a small show. This is normally not done for views. It's simply done for our uh, fun factor of celebrating as friends, as brothers. Uh, and we're happy that you came out and uh, hung out with us for almost uh, two hours, two, two hours and 15 minutes. Um, and uh, listen, uh, again, this is Double Barrel Gaming. I am Mr. Boomstick XL. If you are new to the channel and you enjoyed the conversation uh, we do this, and I say we. I have a multitude of people that are part of the of my uh, live streams that I do Monday evenings, Tuesday afternoons, and Friday mornings. Uh, consider subscribing to the channel. Uh, we are hit, oh, we are close. We are a stone throw away from 10k, and uh, that is a big, big deal for a very small channel that has uh, done the mom and pop way of you know building a channel, building an audience, building a fan base. And uh, I am honestly incredibly thankful for the outstanding support that I continue to get uh, on this March to 10K. And hopefully uh, we will have that soon enough. But uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Definitely appreciate you spending over two hours with us on your Saturday morning. I I don't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to say for the group. I think I speak for all of us when as friends, as longtime friends that we are, yes. as you reach about to reach 10K, that we are very proud of you. Thank you, sir. And Thank you. for everything you've done. I know it takes a lot of work. I know we joke uh, privately uh, about <laughs> it, but we are, uh, you know, we are truly uh, jealous of, of of that part of your life. And- whoa, whoa. I don't know about jealous. I'm proud. Yeah. I love the guy. <laughs> 
So, but, uh, you, know. But, you know, we know it takes a lot of work to do what you, you know, yeah. to put in uh, to get these shows out the door every week. So um, just wanted to say very proud of you. Thank you, sir. It might be the nicest it. thing you've ever said. Uh, is that nice? I love it. That's, yeah, that's brotherly love that, right there. And that I truly miss you guys and love all of you. And, we love you too, uh, brother. So just wanted to say that mm. before you kind of. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll meet in real life uh, soon enough. Um, Maybe 10 years from now. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully we, we will be back to going to dinner and actually doing normal things that people do. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see you next year on the newest, uh, you know, uh, uh, big show game of the year 2022 uh this is mr boomstick signing out and we'll see you in the next video